0: episode 20 we've been doing this for 20 weeks guys oh, joined by derek and dyer today no drugsy he is off working his yob which we're very happy about we're very happy for him getting that back rolling but uh how y'all been how's life it is
1: good it is good
0: love to hear it love to hear it dyer how, how about you still uh, fighting off the uh basement spiders
2: Yeah, pretty much. And you know, the thing about living out here, I don't know if it was my COVID nose or if it was just the fact that it was cold outside, but now that it's starting to warm up, it's actually starting to smell like a farm. So that's something I'm going to have to get used to. A lot of cow shit smells.
1: I thought for sure you were going to say it smells like a fart.
2: Well, that too. I mean, a cow fart.
1: (laughs) That's not always a bad smell, though, the farm smell.
2: It could be worse.
0: Right? Right, so uh, Derek, what are we crushing today? Arby's. Arby's, you've got the meat. Yep, bacon, beef, and cheddar. Two of I them. I wish I had Arby's around me. To be honest, I don't. I got, I got nothing. I got
1: Wendy's. It is fantastic.
2: Derek's got the meat, and you got Wendy's nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you like imagine dragons? Imagine dragon D's nuts across your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly,
0: like, so done, honestly, with fast food. I tried eating. I ate Wendy's the other day and felt like shit the next day. Like, I was so sad. I was so sad that fast food makes me sick, which is, I guess, not a bad
3: thing.
2: I don't eat a whole lot of fast food. I rarely will eat, like, a burger fast food place, but I get Taco Bell probably a lot more than I should.
3: Taco
0: Bell's
1: amazing, by the way.
0: Yeah, Taco Bell doesn't affect me all that much anymore mcdonald's kills me yeah like mcdonald's will like take me out of commission for a few days sometimes which is upsetting because i like i like their i like mcnuggets
2: mcdonald's like takes you backwards you feel like you're gonna eat and get some energy you eat mcdonald's and it drains (laughs) you you're just just tired lay down for the rest of the day
0: dude you're just like i'm done i'm done and you can never even get a milkshake because it's always broken
2: oh my god but, but you
0: can always start. get a Frosty.
1: Are you a Frosty never... and fries guy? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys don't mind me eating food.
0: Are you, good? Are, are you not, Derek? Do you not dip your, your fries in your really Frosty? I don't really get a
1: Frosty, to be honest.
0: Well, that's that's your mistake number one.
1: First, I, hold on. I want to <laughs> answer one thing that's in the uh, group chat, too. because Or the group chat, sorry. The stream chat. Um, Skr37, first off, hello. Second, uh, he was asking me what's up with all the injuries in the MLB uh, this is one thing that I would, I would, and then I'm not trying to jump right into our baseball talk, uh, but oh, I yeah. do want to throw this kind of in there and we could probably lead into it, you know, down when we get to our baseball talk. But the one thing that stands out with all these injuries, I'm curious if anything has to do with obviously the, wait a minute, I'm going to have to answer this next one too. This is, this, this is got to be interesting too. With the injuries, I think I'm wondering if maybe the the 60 game season last year, kind of played into a factor this year, but I don't know. Short I mean season maybe yeah, but I, I don't know. I, it's injuries are just they're there. Like Part they the just game. come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you can't predict it. You know, it's not something we're like, all right, on April April twenty sixth, Derek's gonna go down with a shoulder injury. Boom. It happens. And mark like, it. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Like these are things you can't control. Um the other yeah. thing too uh E cal ecalium Uh, I thought you would be in Seattle with the team. You ditch your own team. Wow. What a classy act. Not okay. First off, I, whether you're joking or not, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just eliminate this real quick. Let's not put stupid shit out there like that. Uh, Obviously, I would love to be with my teammate Two, due to the stupid fucking COVID protocols. uh, They don't let us travel. That's just the way it is. Again, I don't know if you're being funny or what because you can't read a text or a a message and be able to tell somebody's tone. So I just want to clear that air. Do not say this is a classy act. You, You think I would not want to be with my teammates? Like, let's be real here. This is something I have to deal with. Like, I can't be there. They're not allowing me to or else I would have been there. Like, I'm
0: assuming his next statement saying Kevin Pillar gets nailed in the face and going to be followed up with what well, he's in the Mets dugout. Yeah, he had yeah, happened in Atlanta. I mean, he's wh- there where's he going to go? So,
1: yeah. Unfortunately, too, Kevin Pillar, unbelievable teammate, by the way. Great, great dude. So I'm hoping for a quick recovery. For Did him you see too. what he said today? I have not seen anything. I didn't even see him get hit yet. I have yet to see that. It's it 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 was pretty
0: it was it's it, actually I, something I, I would not like that talking
1: about but like yeah we can he
0: came back he came back and did a uh he tweeted out last night from the hospital um i i want to get this right cuz he's an f- insane human being and i love it dude he
1: is he's awesome um, he is somebody you definitely want on your freaking team the dude is he, superman so he G-Money tweeted out about the haters. fuck them
0: uh he tweeted out um last night oh, oh, oh he God. deleted it now but he tweeted out last night, hey guys, thank oh no, he's still here. Thanks to everyone who reached out. Scary moment, I'm doing fi- fine. Hashtag RBI, hashtag game winner.
1: <laughs> so uh, he- he- at least he's got a sense of humor too.
2: Hey, you know what? It's one of those things like when something what? around the house breaks, you're pissed off for a few minutes. And then you kind of get that silver lining like, oh, I get a new one. But like Pilar, he gets a-, a new nose now.
1: Again, I haven't seen it, so I can't really say anything. Um, no, Ekalium, this doesn't make sense. You went Oakland and no problem. I wasn't hurt in Oakland. What are you talking about? Like this is this is, and I'm not trying to. I mean, obviously, I'm not mad because you guys know how I am. Dyer, you really know how I am. You know I'm not mad, but it's the stupidity I'm getting right now. Well, I think that Terps, you know me pretty well. well. You've been around oh, me. Oh yeah, you know that I'm not.
0: I think what people don't understand is that in a normal in a normal year. Yes, you would probably be in Seattle. Well, no, because reha- Unless yeah, you were
1: doing rehab. Which that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a rehab assignment. I'm going to be in Toledo like I was just there. But even again, here we go. The COVID protocols for those that, you know, let this thing control them. We're not allowed to be there. We cannot stay and be a part of it. If you watch even like it's it's so it's, it's shitty. I mean everybody knows I'm a team guy. Everybody knows that knows me. I'm always there for my teammates. I'm doing everything I can for them. And like this, I, <laughs> this guy does not clearly know what's going on. So I just want, I just want to point it out. Like I would give anything to be there with my teammates.
0: Okay. We're we're, we're going to make this super clear. And then, and then, and then, and then we're, and then we're done because yeah, it, you clearly, I understand the frustration and in terms of like, as a passionate fan, but <laughs> Derek's like, oh, yeah, but what but what you have to understand is it's not just Major League Baseball. that's doing this. If you are currently not an active player on the team, meaning you are not a roster player in multiple sports across the nation in pretty much every major league and collegiate sport right now. If you are on the injured list, the disabled list, the injury reserve, whatever it's called on your sport, you are not allowed to travel with your team. You have to stay home. That is the rule. So, what I was getting at, yeah, what's getting, what, what I'm getting at though is when there's something insane. Um, so, the, so the uh, NCAA lacrosse championship uh, tournament is going on right now, right? And the, the crazy thing about that is they are not letting players who are injured be on the sidelines with their teams during the NCAA lacrosse tournament. So you have seniors who worked so hard all year and juniors and sophomores and freshmen who now cannot be on the sideline for their teams and be there with the guys. They have to sit in the stands if they go at the lacrosse tournament, at the NCAA Tournament, they are not allowed to participate. Imagine working so hard, like, and you get injured like the week before or the month before the tournament, and then you're told, "Guess what? You you can't I, like you guys you uh, they won't let you sit with us. You have to sit in the stands."
1: The guy from a Michigan, weird rule, though, the, isn't it? The guy from Michigan when they went to the uh the final four or whatever it was this year, one of their star players couldn't be a part of the team. Like he, he just yes, sit like out have, Imagine yeah. that.
0: I I watched a clip from Maryland lacrosse who, uh, when they got screwed, they're undefeated and got the, the three seed, which is bullshit. Um, anyway, they had a bunch of guys who couldn't play. Um, Calm. that's not at all what, like, that. that's that's literally not it at all.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. This guy's a dumbass like, right I, now. You're like, being a complete under- dumbass Derek, right now. You Derek, don't Derek. understand what I'm saying. No, I, I, and oh, again, I it's entertaining for me. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I have to explain what these rules are. Well,
0: because MLB also doesn't make it public, so it's not like that's it's, true. It's, too. Not, it's not. It's not like the you know the Tigers are out here saying you know uh, our injured list is not traveling with the team due to COVID protocols. Like that's
1: on the last like and first off, that's I don't the have, last thing on their plate. I don't, I don't have COVID. Like I don't think you yeah. get. I'm hurt. It's, I'm rehabbing my shoulder, so I don't travel with the team. I'm going to AAA to rehab. Um, let's see, how's, how else do we continue this? Team travels to Seattle without me. Uh, after that, I go pitch in Toledo. I do my rehab assignment. The team, team goes comes back. back, and I join them.
2: You mean you're not going to fly to the West Coast and sit there for the game, then fly back to Toledo and pitch your <laughs> rehab assignment, and then fly back to but, the West Coast for the game? You <laughs> fucking selfish bastard. Ed, Ed, Ed
0: Dyer, don't forget, they got to fuel the plane in between, too.
2: Hey,
1: yeah. fuck that, guys,
2: Okay.
0: You got to get out and you got to push. You got to push from Albuquerque on.
2: You better drive nonstop overnight to the <laughs> West Coast from Toledo and then drive your ass back there and then drive back again.
1: <laughs> drive.
2: You jerk.
0: You know what? Actually, I have a better question, Derek. Why aren't you practicing right now?
1: I know Chris said, ah. <laughs> said that a minute ago and I about died when I saw that. Guys, you always got to entertain the, oh the trolls. You know, I... I Whatever he's trying to do, I don't. It's whatever. Um, I just
0: think he actually. I think he legitimately just doesn't understand.
1: That I think is a fact. He. It, it's. It's. Hold it, on. Now he's going to try to justify it and say, that, "Oh, you're yeah. on rehab." We'll say that first, and then say you're not with the team right now. Well, you could have easily pieced that together. Um, Hold on,
0: we can do one. I can do one better for you. Okay. I can do Only one better for good, you.
1: Good, because it lets me eat my fucking
0: food. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna post something in here. Yes. That's. uh in in your chat, that's going to end this once and for all. I bet it won't. Uh, I bet it won't. Oh, probably not. But it should.
1: Oh, uh, if the other guys are talking, we can't hear them. Son of a bitch! It did it again.
0: Oh uh, well, you got time to fix it. It's all right. You know what, Derek? They can listen to the Spotify recording. All right. Doctor's so to- everything okay. I was yelling at him before eating here, which is fine.
1: Yeah, I know but that sucks too, I, man. I, it's it's all right. It was like mute I'm gonna put for a minute.
0: I'm I'm gonna put a link in here, and uh,
3: Derek, feel free feel free to, nom, nom, free to click
0: to click the link. Um, and if if you're a Tigers fan and you don't follow this tweeter, then you're just silly. Um, but this is a tweet from Detroit Tigers, the, their PR department, and if you click the link, um, you'll notice that it says, <clears throat> "The Tigers have placed left-hand pitcher Derek Holland on the 10-day IL, right, directed to main thir- May 3rd with a left sh- shoulder strain." Um, if you read the rest of the Twitter that they put out, at no place do they say we have recalled or reinstated Mr. Derek Holland from the injured list. So if one was to put two and two together, that would indicate that someone's still on the injured list.
2: Derek, I'm failing to understand why you don't just start pitching with your right hand. Now. I mean, if you were really, really a team player, you would take your glove off, put it on backwards and pitch with your right hand.
1: I would get my shit kicked in. I mean, I'm already getting my (laughs) shit kicked in right now. I would definitely get my shit kicked in even more. I would, how, look how like, much, I would look like that, that 3-0 Mercedes home run. That would Oh, uh, we're going to talk about day. that, too. <laughs> I know. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Teaser,
3: teaser, teaser. Um,
1: but what I was getting
0: at with the Kevin Pillar thing, because obviously your chat did not hear it. That's fine. Do you guys know this podcast is on Spotify? And the first, like, 15 minutes you missed, you can go and listen to probably on yum, Thursday yum, or Friday yum, on yum. Spotify for free. Yum, awesome. Yum. Um, yum. Anyway, so <laughs> <Yum>. <laughs> apparently... <laughs> After, uh, so, Bilar tweeted out nom, when he tweeted. Nom,
2: <laughs> Derek's over here just like, you don't understand how good this
1: is. Nom, right now. Nom, nom, no.
2: You better not be eating with your left hand. You're supposed to be hurt.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's one I was waiting yeah. for. That's a good one. Yeah. That's That's actually a good one right there.
0: Yeah. You know what?
3: Just, you just, I'm going to
0: save nom, that one. That, nom, that's, that's, nom. that's a good one. <laughs> um, that
1: really is a good one. We should use that
0: yeah we really should we, we really should that should just be a from now on whenever, whenever someone gets hurt <laughs>
1: are you playing your playstation with your left
0: hand get the fuck off god here god damn it get out
2: son of a bitch
0: oh oh you, you hurt your right hamstring um and you're leading slightly to the right when you're peeing come on man come on i be off holding
2: it. your dick with that left
1: hand so help oh. me god don't make me come in there wait hey now uh, hey now <laughs> Real question though. I'm curious about this cuz we've had this ta- I had this discussion with Dyer and his wife when they were here was that last weekend? Right? It was just a few it's days good. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um so eating. So it, it has to do with eating. Dyer okay. has uh and this this isn't what this is about. Well, it's close to it, but this isn't the reason. So Dyer when he eats, his jaw sounds like it's like for me it sounds like it's breaking every time he, he bites. Like it clicks like pops yeah and so i started thinking about this as something that's annoying to people when it comes to eating and i know one thing is obviously you know a topic is people talk about chewing with your mouth full or i mean talking with your mouth full um another one is the chomping of the lips you know the mm, yeah, yeah, yeah while you're eating do you guys find that annoying or you know to the extremes like hey come on like what what are your thoughts of that and and the only reason why I like I thought of it because I'm sitting here going nom 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 so it was making me actually think about like I wonder if that's like I wonder if people feel the same way when it comes to like eating dinner with a group of people like do you get annoyed when you hear people actually chomping like that like obviously nobody eats their food and goes nom nom nom, nom. like maybe a <laughs> Muppet or something but not you know a real person like so, a two-year-old yeah so, do you find that, like, what are some annoying things that you feel when it comes to eating food? Well, since I'm eating right now, and it seems to happen quite a few times that we've done this podcast, I've come on and ate beforehand. But usually, I mute it. But there was things I was trying to get involved with too. So, but what are what are some things like? Do you feel that is something that is very annoying? Um, like I, you see, know, people are saying in the chat to a point can only deal with it to a point.
0: See, like I yes, but. I have something that, that annoys me more than that. It's the person who puts you in that position who waits to ask you a question until your mouth's full.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking like about? They watch you take like, a bite, and then they're like, so how yeah, was your day today? Yeah. yeah. Like
2: every server I would get in that. every restaurant yes. that's ever been open. When
0: when they see you like cutting your steak, or when you like you know you're, you take a big bite of a, they see you pick up the burger, take a big bite, and then they go, "So Derek, how you been?" And you're just like, "Oh, oh, oh. yeah," <laughs> and then you do the thing where you're trying to like chew quickly and swallow. So you go like, uh, uh I'm great." Like <laughs> time your questions, people. Well,
2: it's what's not what's like, your it's... move. What's your move in that case? Is it to put the finger up like, "Oh, hold on a second, or is it finger the time. like? Tuck all your food. Mouth. Tuck all your food in your cheek with your tongue, and then talk oh. around it.
1: Uh, you know, I kind of, I think I'm both. It kind of depends, depends what I'm eating. It depends if it's like you guys. Yeah, I'll definitely probably put it to the side and talk to where you can't see it, or you know, if it's whatever. I'm well. You know what? It do, it does depend because I, I think if there's if it's like an important meal you know you got some high-end whatever people i guess however you want to look at a proper dinner at a restaurant yeah i'm gonna wait i'm gonna be like put the finger up we're gonna go i might even give you a quick timeout we're gonna put the hands on the shoulders we're gonna take a full timeout you're gonna wait until i finish uh media timeout just because i don't want to i don't want debris falling out of my mouth you know i want to make sure everything's completely out and then we can have the discussion
3: yeah, that's actually thing. a good
1: point, too. Uh, Megan said it, too, is waiters like to do that, too. Yes. Waiters will time it yes. perfectly as you're, like, coming by. And I think that's it's actually a good strategy, though, for a waiter, because yeah. it's like, all right, I can leave this table alone. Like, let yep. me just walk up and be like, hey, how's your food? After you just took this gargantuan bite. you just kind bite. of do the nod. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. It's
0: good. And then they're like, yeah. For the thumbs up up
1: there. Thumbs, the thumbs up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. We're done. We don't have to go to that table anymore.
0: And then as I, as I walk away, you're going. Ma'am, sorry, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, can we, who, hello, Here, can we get more waters, please? Because it, It's always, like, when you need something else that that happens. Right. And if they just asked 30 seconds earlier, you didn't have to, like, you know, completely just cartoon swallow.
1: <laughs> cartoon swallow, like, the big gulp. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> like, I mean, now that I'm done, I'm just kind of cur- curious, like, what you guys thought, you know, you're, I, I, to me, I, I would say it's definitely a pet peeve to hear somebody chomping with their lips. Because it's just, it sounds so like, there's people that I've been around that do that. And I can, I can deal with it because it's easy for me to tune shit out. Like I can literally, I I practice tuning people out basically on a baseball field. Like I'm, now that we're starting to get crowds, you know, you're getting, you have to get back into that. All right. I don't want to hear shit kind of thing. You know,
0: I mean, it's your job. Yeah. Like,
1: so I can easily tune things out, but it's, it's funny to hear like. You know, I can use Dyer, for example, his wife gets annoyed when he chews because his jaw clicks. I didn't even care. Like, I never noticed it. She brought it up. She's like, do you not hear that? And I was like, well, yeah, I hear it, but I don't, it's not really bothering me. But I'm always, now I, it made me think about it just now. It's like, I know other people and their lips smack on every fucking bite. And I'm like, dude, I get it. The food is great, but <laughs> just close your damn mouth. I don't need to hear it just hitting your lips and your teeth like just like bubble gum that's a big one too people that chew gum and you can hear them chew oh that drives me nuts
0: uh i get i hate the uh the drink slurpers
1: all the uh hold like, on i think i can do it the uh eh, yeah
0: yes that like the that. last bit yes yeah that part
1: when they don't need to yeah it happens. I mean, I I get it yeah. to an extent. Sometimes, like, oh, I want to get that last drop. It's just so good. But the, like, still, it's kind of. I, I get it. I agree with that. I do I, know one just... thing that annoys you, Terps. Yeah, people who talk at a sporting event.
2: Eh, no. People who talk Whoa. at a sporting event
1: <laughs> during no. the sporting, like while you're watching a game.
0: It, it depends on the situation. Like, I'm fine. Like. I hate what I hate even more than that. What I hate even more than that without going into like opening can of worms here is the people who, in the middle of an at bat, decide to stand up in front of me and take seven minutes to yeah, decide yeah. where they want to go.
1: Yeah, I can see like, that too.
0: Like you're watching an at bat and they stand up and then you hear them start talking, like, oh, do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? I'm like, bruh. Then you got to stand up and the person behind you's mad now because they're watching the game, too. Yeah, like in between at bats and, you know, if it overlaps like one or two pitches, I'm not upset by it. That's not your fault, right? You're just trying to walk down the aisle. Yeah, but it's like when it's in the middle of an at bat or like a hockey game in the middle of a play and they stand up and you're like, all right, come on. Like you could have waited like 30 seconds and been nice.
2: Don't be mad. That don't but I... That's inexcusable. You can't do that.
0: People do it, though.
1: Like all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, it do, it does on. happen. Like I've I've seen it like when I go to Mavs games or Stars games, people will walk in front and it's like they'll get to the point to where they've gotten kind of past you and then all of a sudden like, oh shit, should we go get some drinks? Yeah, and then they stop. And it's like, just go or don't go. Like you want the drink, go get it. You don't want the drink, go sit the fuck down. Somebody's gonna come down and take the order in a minute.
2: Or just
0: go uh, discuss
1: it on the stairs.
2: Ushers at nationwide for the hockey, you know, the Blue Jackets game, they're on top of that shit, man. They won't let you go past while there's play happening. And if you go and stop, they will get into your shit. They will literally yell down the aisle like, Keep going, get to your seat. They don't fuck around with that stuff. And that's a good reason the exact reasons why you guys are talking. I love it too.
1: They they definitely you're right too, they won't let you go down until uh the like yeah the play stops there it is that's what i was looking for they always wait till the play stops and then you can go to your seat i yes.
2: stood up there at the top of the top of the stairs waiting for like four minutes of actual play for something you know for a stoppage to occur they do not ever bend on that rule
0: credential center they have stop signs i'll stand in front of you with a stop sign yep and you just can't go down until a play until a play ends and then once the play ends you know for everything All right, go quick go go on, go 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 on. yeah cuz like I, I understand the push to get the food prior to intermissions because if you go to get food during intermission good luck like unless you're seated towards the top of the bowl where you can just kind of scoot right out you're you're stuck yeah like you you know you're going to be on that line for 30 40 minutes oh yeah so i understand like trying to get out before intermission and halftime but it's like leave go up discuss on the concourse and if you want to come back then just come back don't, don't stand in front of me but no i don't mind if people talk during the game all that much unless it's like the obnoxious won't stop no me and Di- me and
1: Dyer were talking about it <laughs> before that's the other reason why i brought that one i was just being okay. funny you no guys, you no. guys will have fun together it don't matter Um uh,
0: no i don't i don't mind people talking during the game it's just it's the you know, you know what? you know what you know what i you know what i do mind though with people talking during the game is when you have the person like three rows up having the conversation with someone five like two rows behind you for some reason.
1: Yeah, the, you loud, ever had talker, that experience? the loud talking.
0: No, but they're talking like over you. Like they know each other and they're talking over you. Oh, you are kind of yeah. just stand there in the middle just like, uh, okay.
1: Oh, you're uh, the middle man. Like you're right in between them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that.
0: And you're like, we can switch. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, I'll take your you better want? seat. You want to sit closer yeah. to him? Cool. Let's switch seats. So you guys can fucking yeah. cupcake together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that one gets me. Yeah. Oh no, like I don't mind it.
1: Yeah, I'm a big uh I'm a big like I know when me and Tara would go to games, like we would talk a little bit here and there, and then she it's like she knew like when I was dialed in and there was action going on and then when there was some you know a break or whatever, then we'd chat and then we'd go back like she had a very good feel, I could say that.
0: Well, there's also plenty of time to talk during a baseball game. That's one of the nice things about baseball oh, yeah. games, is like there's so many breaks in play. You can have a full-blown conversation and stop for each pitch. And never really interrupt the flow of said conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, me and Dyer would go to, you know, well, obviously, Browns games, we're getting shit canned and cheering <laughs> for our team. So that's different. <laughs> so we're, we're definitely yelling ups, great things um, out there. We're also celebrating, you know, it's a time where we get to be together and watch our, you know, our favorite team and stuff. So it, it, there's, There's definitely the joy out there, too. So sports, I think, just bring a lot of people together. That's the big thing. Whether it's baseball, football, basketball, whatever the case may be, it's always a good time when you're with your buddies and you're going to a game and you get to enjoy, you know, that company and that that team that you're both cheering for. Or, you know, it could be a team where, for instance, let's say it's a a Mets Indians game. You know, you guys are going to have your little rivalry, but you guys are still going to have a blast together because you're there watching your teams play against each other.
0: I mean, it's mainly going to be thanks for Lindor, and then turn around, and go, yeah, but what's his batting average right now? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
2: exactly. Oh, I'm gonna, I will troll you right to your face about Frankie Lindor. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> See, He's I be have just a rule.
0: Fine. I have a rule for Mets fans that other that non Mets fans don't understand, which is there is no insult that you can tell a Mets fan that we've not already said about ourselves. Exactly. We yeah. are such a cynical fan base. Well, it's that same, it's like
1: it's the same thing. If people tell me I suck, like I've never heard that before.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like you never like it's like you've never told yourself, "God damn, Derek, that was a terrible outing." Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, like I've yeah, like I don't come out and be like, "Wow, dude, that sucked." Yeah, like, I've done it too. I'm I'm guilty. I tell myself, I oh, am yeah. horrible. You know, that it's funny when
0: people come and they'll be like, "Wow, wow, Degrom really doesn't get any run support. Must suck." And you,
1: I look at them and I'm like. You're telling me? First off, <laughs> let's hope for a speedy recovery for him. I love yes. watching him pitch. Uh he's a video game. It's not even he's fair. He's uh, insane. So definitely, I mean, you never want to see anybody get hurt, period. So it's definitely let's let's hope for a speedy recovery for DeGrom, obviously pilar like I said before, a phenomenal phenomenal teammate. Um He's been killing it this year too. He's dude, he's I'm happy have for him, a, man. He's in a great place. I think you, you can see it.
0: So they, uh, how they embrace the role—him, Nito, uh, Alomar, and uh, uh, Luis Guillermo, What they all did is they formed a little group that they called—they called themselves the Bench Mob—and they have like T-shirts and everything oh, that wow. says like Bench Mob on it. And, uh, and 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 <laughs> and they'll like, and when they're all playing, they win a game. The first thing they say in the press conference is. Bench
1: mob is back. <laughs> this is great. That. See that just shows you how good it's, the chemistry is. Yeah, like I can but, say that. I can say that for the Tigers, which I know they're about to be playing in 20 minutes. So I'll be keeping the updates going in that as well while we're streaming. Um, yeah, but I'm watching the Mets, our our clubhouse was God, dude. I love what this Tigers clubhouse is. AJ Hinch has done a phenomenal job of getting this clubhouse together and working with this group of men. It's unbelievable. His coaching staff, all the way down to the players even the front office is involved. It's, it's an awesome thing that these guys got going on and we're going to keep winning. You know, we're going to get this right. We're going to, I mean, they're winning right now. Is it, I want to say they, let's see, we swept the Royals, took one out of three against the Cubs, which that's pretty good team right now. And then obviously, you know, you got to win right now against Seattle. Like we're doing the things we need to do to get the job done. We're going to be, we're going to be around. We're not, we're not a stepping stone. That's the one thing I want to make sure people know.
2: It's a long season, and the the AL Central is not the kind of division that anybody's going to run away with this year, you know? It's going to be a clusterfuck a whole year long.
0: Yeah. Has anyone pulled ahead in any division? Mm. Not really. Like, has anyone really, like, solidified themselves as the team to beat?
1: Yet? The only one I would possibly... Oh, no, it's not that. Uh... Yeah, no, I feel like every division's pretty damn close. Yeah, I mean, the, the AL East is... I'd have East to look is, at it. I mean, the
0: AL East, ev- the, the the top four in the AL East, everyone's within two and a half games. Yeah. That's it. The AL Central. Um, I mean, the White Sox are taking a little bit of control of that. The Indians only three and a half back. I think that's we're, it. what, think are we one. 10?
1: Are we 10? Yeah, because you're 10 and a half. Yeah. 10 and a half. I mean, whoop-de-doo. 10 and a half. Uh, like anything uh, can change. That, that's a good. That's the one thing I can say about baseball that is, in to be honest, it can be in any sport really. But I say it more because I'm in it. A team can go ice cold oh, yeah. real quick. It's not oh, yeah. hard to do, and a well, team can have... get red hot real quick there's too. There's
2: also there's also 121 games left. Yeah,
1: easy, easy to change things real quick.
2: Exactly. Like,
0: Look at the AL West. It's the Astros and the Athletics are within a half game of each other. The Mariners are only four games behind that. And then the Angels are only six games out behind that. And the Rangers are only six and a half games behind the athletics in first. There you go. Like and then the NL East, the Mets and the Phillies, and the, the entire NL East, okay, the Nationals are in last place and they're four games back. That's it. That that's a road series.
2: Look at those Metropolitans.
0: <laughs> um the NL Central. Um, the Pirates are the worst team in that division, and they're only five and a half games back. That's it, and they're playing pretty good. Yeah, and the NL West—that's um, a good one. The top, the top three teams are all within two and a half games of each other. The Diamondbacks and the Rockies have fell off a little bit, but still only
1: and are eight games
0: and eleven games back, which is a hot streak. They're gonna, they're gonna get back into that. And and it's like, there's no one here that I'm seeing who's really solidified themselves as. Like, if you look at the mm-hmm. Dodgers in the last year, like, the last two years, it's like the Dodgers were clearly the NL team to beat. Right. They were just wrecking everybody. Correct. And now it's everyone's playing each other pretty heavily. And things are going back and forth. Like, if if you look at it honestly, who if you told someone, if you told a Pirates fan they would be five and a half games back in May, they, they they take that in that division, right? And all you takes is like I said, a road swing. You just go sweep a team, you go sweep a division rival. You know, you take, you somehow sweep the Cubs. You sweep the Cubs or the Brewers. All of a sudden, now you're tied with them. That's All it is, yeah. Which is great for the sport, actually. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm. That's why I, I, I it. think it's it's. It's an easy, easy climb. Everybody can get right into it. There's, there's no team that's just out, really, at this point. That's the way I feel. There's no, no, I don't think there's anybody out yet. I don't see anybody being out of it. I think Minnesota's you can...
2: been stinking it up. They're kind of, kind of sucking right now. And that's they a that's a team that's easily going
1: They're going to easily take back off again. You can't be a bad team like that, and you've got Donaldson. Buxton, I mean, yeah, Buxton's hurt right now. Cruz, uh, Sano, um, I'm trying to think of who else is over there. The, uh, Kepler, like, they've got a strong team. They're no chance they're gonna stay down there like that. They're not gonna keep losing. I mean, let's didn't just lead be the, honest.
2: Didn't they lead the league in home runs like two years ago? The last, yeah, they, dude, they
1: were on run? fire, they were on fire.
2: That team drops right. bombs, man. That's just a one of those situations where everybody's going to come around all at once, and they're just going to fucking titty everybody for like a week.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right.
0: I'm, you're right. Um, but I just, I love it. I love, I love that there's, you know, competitiveness in a major sport like this, top to bottom, right now, because that's something that we haven't seen in a lot of professional sports recently with the rise of super teams and Things like that yeah we spoke a little bit pilar earlier but i never we never really finished because we realized that we weren't recording well derek's chat couldn't hear yeah they couldn't um, hear it. At but the those who don't know he got hit in the face yesterday with a uh with a fastball broke his nose multiple fractures he's okay um he was he's with the team still did a full press conference today he's, he said some amazing things. One of the things he said is he's more heartbroken that he can't help the team right now than anything else. He goes, "My nose will heal, but my heart needs a lot of work right now." Which is in like insane to me that that like that's awesome. Um
1: again, he, he is he, he's an unbelievable teammate. I just want to point out, this out. This is a very very good dude.
0: He reached out to uh the pitcher um Jacob Webb, the guy who who hit him, and because he he was in he was in a stupor last night, as understandable, because um, it was hundred percent unintentional. Anyone who says unintentional is dumb, and I have seen a few people say, "Oh yeah, no comment." Like he, no, like that. No one ever. That no,
2: but so just stop it with that. You could see yeah. right as soon as it happened his reaction was, on the mound. Yeah. I mean, nobody. If he's that good of a fucking actor, then he's. No, he he was career. actually
0: yeah, but uh, Pilar called him last night and apparently was telling him like, "Hey, you know, keep it up. Like, it's not your fault or whatever." Yeah, uh, like it's
1: a, it's an accident. It's, like it's yeah, it happens. Yes. Nobody's nobody's ever trying to hit somebody in the face ever. I don't. I if don't If you care. are, you can leave. Yeah. Well, you're no, they're not. I don't care who you are. You're not. I trying know, to Hit somebody in the face. But, it's that easy.
0: And it's just like, but it's it's awesome. Like I said, to see him taking it so well. The Mets have had a bunch of injuries recently. I think they they've been bit by the injury bug a little bit as have a lot of people recently. Uh Trout's out for a while. Just sad.
1: Yeah, that that one's going to be a gosh, man. That that's a really sad one right there. But that's I know enough. that he will easily be back real quick. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Those those calf injuries can be dicey though, man. Those can linger for a long time and they can They can get better and then come back a couple weeks i mean that essentially ended lonnie chisenhall's career i mean obviously he's not mike trout but being you know an indians fan he played for the tribe for a long time he had a calf strain uh one year he dealt with it all year long was on and off the injured reserve he came back the next year same thing the injury came back and it was really the beginning of the end for him. I'm hoping that's not the case for Trout, but that just goes to show you it's the kind of injury that can be difficult to heal and come back from.
1: I th- I it doesn't mean, sound I mean, that's serious, but it can be. That's, that's one thing I do want to point out. Is like, There is probably a lot of things that we don't know um, mm-hmm. about that, and that's fine. I get it. Uh, some of it's not for us to know. But I want to point out that whatever this could be, you know, they gave a timeline. It doesn't mean it's going to be that. Notice that he's only on the ten day DL, yeah. and it says six to eight weeks. You know, after is what people are saying. He can come back sooner. The ten well, day—that's why it's a ten day. You're, you're not going to longer. We don't know. Yeah, 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 it could take longer. You're not going to put gonna him on help. the sixty. Yeah, well, that's no. the thing.
2: It's it's such an unpredictable injury. He could be ready. In 10 days. He could right. be ready in two months. It's so hard to for an injury like that. You can't gauge it. It's just going to depend on his body and nothing else. He can do all the rehab in the world, and, of course, that's going to help over doing nothing. But still, whether or not he heals is the only thing. It's not like a broken arm where you can say, okay, well, your bone's going to fuse back together. That's just what happens. Yeah. The muscle strain like that, it can be a little bit more dicey, especially on the lower leg where you got to worry about blood flow and, Reduce blood flow just because of where it is on your body and Mm -hmm. things like that.
1: But yeah, like, did we lose him?
2: Uh, No, I'm still here. I thought you were still, okay, sorry. That was the end of my
1: thought. Oh, yeah.
0: No, but exactly. (laughs) And it's a a relatively common injury we've seen a fair amount this year, which again is a good thing in the sense that people know how to treat it. And it just takes time. And you can't jump to conclusions because that's how we go down rabbit holes and people start thinking things yeah i mean like he'll be back when he's he's back and like you said it could be two days or 10 days or it could be two months although we hope it's the 10 days and not the two months
1: right and that's i mean again we can't truly control how quick or how long it's really going to take it's just one of those things that he could be back quicker than you think you don't truly know
0: so we've had a request to talk about something that happened uh, yesterday in major league baseball and uh, Derek, feel free to speak or abstain either way on this. Um, the White Sox found themselves facing Minnesota yesterday and they were up 15 to four in the top of the ninth <laughs> with two outs and a three Oh count. Well, Latortuga put a little Ephus in there at, Forty-three miles an hour, and Yerman Mercedes says, "Thank you. I'll have another." And sent it to the moon. Pony Pony LaRusa, in a press conference today, told him that told the press that Yerman Mercedes would be facing internal punishment for that, and that that is not how the game is supposed to be played. And he also, but the caveat to that is, he did also say that he had been given the take sign. So there is two sides to the coin. Um. Of course, there seems to be an ongoing battle between the boomers of baseball, as they've been named, saying, well, let the kids play. Versus I mean, that's the new guy saying that let the kids play versus boomers saying, you know, absolutely not. You keep the bat on your shoulder and you don't swing and that you respect the game, whatever, things like that. So interested what y'all's thoughts are on that. Um, other pitchers have chimed in. Bauer said he could care less if you do that or not. That's, that's part of the game. And some other players have said similar to that as well. And it seems that your chat so far, Derek, is on the side of swing the bat.
1: Here's my thing. I, and this is me personally. I mean, it's a position player. You think that guy wants to get out? No. Okay. So he's going to do whatever he can not to strike out. And if you, Agreed. you know, you're there to pitch. Like, to me, I, I... I like that it happened because as you know, as a pitcher and we've had a bad day or whatever, and all of a sudden a position player comes in and he gets to go one, two, three, and then the fans come back and they're like, Why can't our pitchers do that? It's just that easy. <laughs> well, now you get to see what happens when a dude just tattoos a ball off you, 3 0, and you want to be upset about it, fine, be upset. But I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Like, I'm sorry shit's gonna happen let the kids have fun like we're in a different era of baseball the old school stuff is just not quite there anymore like if you're not happy about it you're not happy about it like deal with it and and here's how I look at it too is if you're not happy about it as a pitcher you got to pitch better if I go out there and I give up 15 runs which I've you know I actually haven't done that many I've given up 10 runs and and what was it I think two innings or something like that before I have nobody to blame but myself and I probably did have to end up having a position player coming to pitch. Well, I'm sorry, we got to save the arms for the next day. Like, I just don't, I don't find it like I'm not going to get upset because you hit a three zero home run. Like, it's the same thing. We had this discussion. I think it was last year with Tatis hitting the three zero home run, mm-hmm. grand slam. Like, if you don't like it, pitch better. And the same thing is like a lot of these things when these dudes swing 3-0. I mean, what are you going to get mad at them when they pop out too? And like, well, that's what he gets for swinging three up. Well, Mm -hmm. okay, that's the risk he's willing to take. Like, he took the risk. He swung. Okay. He either hit a home run, he got out, whatever the case. I don't, I'm, I'm, for me, I, I'm not upset about it. Like, maybe before, you know, maybe when I was younger in the earlier stages of my career, because that's the guy, that's how the guys were back then. But (laughs) it's me, like, looking at it now is, (laughs) <laughs> it's you, you got to get the guys out don't complain about it go out there and do your job get them out
0: well flip flip the script here and let's reverse those two roles
1: if i'm on the other side uh, of
0: the, it other two of doing the same thing
1: yeah 100 like, percent. that dude's definitely yeah. gonna swing at I'll, something 3-0 and
0: the big thing is as many people have brought up is that tatis's grand slam does not go down on his record as Grand Slam against position player. It goes down as Grand Grand Slam. slam. Yeah,
1: it doesn't say who it's by. Nobody cares who it's by. Of
0: course, Mercedes' home run last night does not go down as off-position player. No, it's a home run. And you know what? If that home run is the one that gets him his bonus at the end of the year, or gets him a little more money in a contract, or gets him more attention from the fans, look what it boosted with Tatis. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's Eric. You're you're a you're in a, the rare situation of being in a professional sport for a decade,
1: which I've is not a, easy to I've do. Pitched in, I forget somebody said this to me. Uh, I pitched, um, God, and what was it? So 2009, three different. What, what do you call that? Decade? Decades? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, 2009, and then you got the 2010 to 2019, and then or 20, and then now I'm in 2021. So that's kind of cool to be able to say that. Um, how many how many professional athletes could even say they've played
0: for five years at the full, at the top level or six years? Like every single at bat matters. Exactly. Let them hit.
1: Like I'm not upset, I and I know that there's people that are, and you know what? That's cool. You're allowed. Like that's the great thing about this. You're entitled to your own opinion. Yep. So if you if you're upset about it, cool. Not everybody's gonna have that same opinion view as you. So, yeah, that's it. All right, this guy really is trying to troll now. It's just, it's so stupid.
2: Urban Mercedes was in the independent leagues, what, six years ago, something like that? He's a 28-year-old rookie. You need to get up there and take every fucking hack and hit every fucking home run that you can if you're in a position like that. 100%. Stack your stats and get every piece of that pie that you can so that when it's time to negotiate in the offseason or whenever it may be, your agent's got something to work with. Like you said before, it's not going to be, well, you know, we'll take one of those home runs off the board because you hit it off a position player. You did, you went up there and did your job. Yeah. And I don't care. It's not, it's not the same game anymore in the way that that pitchers can go up there and just throw a, get it in fastball on a three Oh count anymore, which I like because it's, it, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to just stand up there and take for no reason. You know, as a hitter, it, it's an advantage as the hitter to know that the pitcher has to come to you for a strike or else he's putting you on. Why is it that you have to to give a strike away as a hitter? It doesn't make sense to me. And that, it really never has, honestly. But now that people are starting to do it, and Tony, I mean, LaRusse is a dinosaur. So I, I, I'm really not surprised <laughs> that that's his opinion on that. I mean, it, it's true. How long has he been in the game? And that's okay. I, that's, it's, an, that's I, it's, it's whatever. He's, yeah, He's
1: a Hall of Famer. There's oh, two. yeah. The Absolutely. thing too is like hey they teach us too when you're pitching it's a lot or for for hitters you know it's a lot easier for a hitter to hit when they're ahead in the count when they're behind in the count the numbers show it's a lot harder so of, of course. course the numbers are in his favor you know and yeah just like jiu jitsu said easy solution pitch better if you're not happy pitch better it's i mean, I mean it's, it's, it's exactly what i was brought up with in the minor leagues when i got upset that I wasn't getting moved up through the system because I've seen other guys do it. And I felt like I was doing better than them, which is typical thing from a lot of players in general. We all say it. And at the end of the day, if you aren't happy with what you're seeing, do better, go practice, go train more, do whatever you have to do to do better, to be better. Don't like, honestly, uh, let me ask you, you guys personally, like, are you guys honestly going to feel sorry for me if I give up a home run? to somebody if i'm facing i'm going to use your teams because you like both of them the indians or the or the mets yes i know you're going to cheer for me so besides that but if i give up a home run to your team you're you're not going to feel sorry for me
0: i have a funny story for you actually that i don't think i've ever told you uh the first game that i went to where you were pitching you uh when you were on the giants first uh you were at city field um I brought my friend with me and Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan. And he goes, okay, so what do we do here? Do we like golf clap for Derek when he's pitching? Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, we'll cheer for him. We'll see what happens. Right. You gave up a first pitch home run to a Denny And I remember this clear as day. And you had seated us in like the away fan section, like with everybody else. Right. So we're surrounded by giants players, giants fans rather. And you give up a home run to Denny Hetivrillo, who was like he he was there for I think like two or three games and they moved him on or traded him or whatever. And it was just funny because then you set down the, the next guys in order. One, two, three.
1: Oh and I, just, I was starting, right? Uh yeah, yeah, I was. No, I know. Yes. Yeah, I started. No,
0: because it was Bochi's it was uh Bochy's game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah.
0: And and we're sitting there, we go, you know what, that's like the best outcome we could have gotten right there. Yeah you got the one home run and then one two three
1: but okay (laughs) again at the end of the day though do you guys feel sorry for me no no not at all like you know it's a part of the game yeah Yeah.
2: i feel i feel a little bit of pain when you throw when i see you throw a good pitch and it gets hit out of the park because it's like fuck man that sucks like what what else could he have done there but like when you throw a fucking tater ball and the guy
1: hits it's like god damn you, know? <laughs> How that one go? You, just, you deserve that one sir and it's it is, but what like, it is and that's that's my point like nobody's gonna feel sorry for you if anything they're gonna try to roast you of course you suck whatever the typical thing but it's like the way you got to see it is you're out there you're doing your job like remember like you just said you made a good pitch and it still got tatered we're professionals for a reason like i'm going to make great pitches that are going to get shellacked and i'm also going to get horseshit pitches that are just going to get straight whiffed by a wet newspaper that's just the way the game is like you cannot feel sorry for somebody there's going to be good days bad days whatever the case may be you still got to just continue to go and not feel sorry you just got to play better you have good results fuck live it up when you have bad games and bad results like fuck i gotta do better that's usually what what comes out of the person's mouth when they fail is, man, I just I just got to be better. It's plain and simple. Like that's exactly how it is. A great point that Cheezer just wrote in here too. Rizzo struck out Freeman. Are you kidding me? Like do you not yeah. think Freeman wanted to murder the ball he's facing one of, the one best of his hitters friends. In the game. He's facing one of his friends yeah. and Rizzo wants to punch his ticket. And look what happened. They were getting their shit kicked in too and Rizzo's pitching like stop with the bitching like that's it you hey buddy you're in there whatever happens wear it that's what usually is the words that probably are going to be that way like hey go out there have fun man enjoy
0: it and you know what if, i bet you if rizzo had given up a home run to freeman yeah he would have he's a competitor
1: so he would have been you know oh yeah he gave up a home run but at the end of the day you know they still would have been talking shit to each other yeah like Haha, i got that one you, like you don't <laughs> think rizzo's gonna hold that over freeman's head like oh forever <laughs> punch your t- like it's that's yeah. like a joke for them that they can carry on with yeah. Like they're not yeah. at the end of the day, you think Freeman's losing sleep over that? Absolutely not. No, you think only when he's yeah. hanging out with Rizzo. Well, yeah, <laughs> then he knows he's going to have to wear it a little bit, but that's, that's the thing. And like, and I, I here's a, a good thing that I've done too. Like I, I remember this from the giants, we were getting our shit kicked in and you know, I, it was against the Cardinals. If I'm not mistaken, I can look at, I have the video uh cause I, there's obviously I was punching tickets too when I came in, but the, whole thing is I'm pitching into the eighth inning, whatever it was. I went seventh, eighth. And then like Bochy was like, Hey, I'm just going to let one of the position players go out. He was going to let Panda uh, got Pablo go out there and pitch. And I told Bochi, I said, no, I'll go out there. I'll wear it. I'll be perfectly fine. I don't care. I'm not going to risk anything. I'll go out there. I've got this. Went out for the third inning. The fans were even chanting. We want Pablo. And I still <laughs> went out there, did the three outs, whatever, and got off there. Like, Sometimes that's, you got to wear it. Sometimes you have to take that, that beating and just take it with pride and just go out there. Like, Hey, I saved a position player from going out there. Yeah. Cool. My ERA got jacked up, but you know what? I saved the, the bullpen. I saved a position player from going out there. I just took it. I wore it. That's it. Be a good teammate, be out there, be able to take the beating. Sometimes you have to do it. Like, you know, when I faced the tigers last year uh, with the pirates, Fuck, we had nobody in the bullpen. I had to do everything I could to save that bullpen after giving up, I think it was four home runs in the first inning to the first four guys or five guys, whatever it was. And I still went out there and I managed to get out for six innings to save that bullpen. Sometimes you've got to just be above what's going on. You just got to wear it. Like, you know what? Today's just not my day, but I'm going to do everything I can to save that fucking bullpen. I'm going to save my guys as much as I possibly can. And that was the ex- that, that's what happened with me now with uh, with with Detroit is we go to uh, Boston and I, for some reason, my deltoid locks up. I can't throw the ball. Like I can throw it, but I can't let it eat. And we've depleted our bullpen. Like we've been just using them. And AJ came up and was like, hey, man, I need to know, can you throw or not? And at the end of the day, let's say I told him yes. And I go out there and all of a sudden I get hurt. Now I've just hurt my bullpen. Now we're going to take the depleted guys and bring them into the game possibly get another dude he he could possibly get hurt or on top of that that dude has to wear it and then he's going to get sent down so that we can bring up a fresh arm because I couldn't be the guy that just said yeah you know what put me on the DL and here I am I did it I took like I know I couldn't throw so I had to sacrifice myself for that because trust me I want to be out there I want to compete I will always play through as much pain as I possibly can and I'm going to do everything I can to be there for my teammates and freaking you know, I let Funk go in there, and he gets to be the guy. He saves the day, saves the bullpen, and boom, there we go. And yeah, jujitsu. Uh, when uh, was it ten ten years ago? Against twenty seven earned runs and three innings, he took it like a man. I mean, yeah, I, it was against Toronto. I remember uh, playing the Blue Jays. It was early in my very very early in my career. I think I did. I, I'm pretty sure it was three innings, but it wasn't twenty seven. But it was probably like fifty. Um, I gave up a <laughs> shit ton of runs, but it's like. Fuck, you gotta wear it sometimes. You just got to take it. Yeah, sometimes it's about
2: eating it's about eating innings at that point, like you said. Correct. You know. Correct. You just you just gotta go out there and, and wear what you can to get through the middle part of the game so that you're not completely destroying the bullpen for the rest of the series.
1: It's a long ass season. I know yep. you're kidding jujitsu, but that it actually did happen. Go look it up. It's against Toronto. It was it, three innings. It was like in two thousand ten, maybe, or maybe nine. Um, But on top of that, like, that's the thing that we kind of get away from, too, is we're so big into coddling the younger guys when they get up there, that when something goes wrong, we don't let them try to deal with it. We're so used to making sure everybody stays on a high note that we don't let them deal with the adversity. Sometimes you're going to go out there and you're just going to get your shit kicked in. And we got to see how you bounce back. How do you respond? You know, that's. At least that's something that happened to me growing up in the, in the Rangers organization, and I'm proud of that. I love that Wash did that to me. He let me wear it sometimes, and I had to go out there and continue to battle and find my way through it and see how long I could last and then see how I bounce back. Great. I had a bad game. Let's see what happens in the next game after I've taken a beat down and I wore it for a little bit. Am I going to bounce back or am I just going to cave in? Those are some yep. of the things that you got to see.
2: Well, that's the nice thing about baseball, too, being such a long season. As a manager, you're able to do that. You're able to let somebody have that trial by fire and learn what it is to, to face that adversity and have to come back from it and still pitch. You know, it's not like football where, you know, you've only got 16 games in the regular season. So if somebody's True. fucking up, it's next guy up. In baseball, yeah. it gives you a little bit more of a, a longer leash to wear in a long season you can learn those tough lessons early in your career and the managers are able to let you do that.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that too, because in baseball, you know, if I have a bad day, I've got, if if I'm a starter, I've got five more days and I get to rebound. Or if I'm a reliever, I got maybe one day off and the next day I'm back in there again, or I could be back in there the next day. Whereas, like you said, football, um, shoot, you have a bad day, you might not be back in there for like several weeks and that will weigh on you because it's stuck is the image that you last remember is, let's say, you know, you went out there and you had five interceptions. You have that stuck on you. Whereas baseball, we can bounce back from it quicker. Right. Yep. And I mean, basketball, it's a, basketball is complete opposite because it's the next day, no matter what, like you can go out there and be on fire. And then the next day you could be ice cold and then it's back again on fire. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely like that
0: speaking of football i feel like there's a topic that needs to be that we were discussed last week and i honestly want your take on it derek from a professional athlete's point of view something that dyer and i don't have although you know we have other views and other things um aaron Rodgers, and is he done with green bay is he not done with green bay he's got i don't know He's got three years left on his contract, uh, 14.7 million owed in 2021, 25 owned in 2022, and 2023 being an unrestricted free agent in 2024.
1: Let me, um, let me, let me ask you this because I know where it's going. Do you feel he's honoring the contract? Do you feel that sometimes, guys, we get these contracts and then it's like we don't really fulfill them? I shouldn't say fulfill them. I should take that back it's more of a we're not happy but yet we signed the contract like that's part of it and like do you like i'm trying to think of how you have to put it like is pouting uh i don't even know how you want to work i don't even know how to word this correct way but it's like you 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 signed a contract you have to fulfill it you know it's i i i think that i don't know i'm not i mean i'm definitely not aaron Rodgers. that dude's a he's a good i i think the way to look at it i think a
0: it's not the best comparison, but I think the Arenado situation in Colorado is a pretty, not, is a pretty fair way to look at this in terms of similarities. I think Rogers is way more complex because, well, Arenado was a star, the star in Colorado. Rogers runs that team, in the sense yeah. of he is the guy. But at the same token, Arenado was arguably the guy in Colorado with a monster deal, and, um. But I feel Arenado's.
1: Yeah, I feel Arenado's reasoning is because they're not getting him. They're not building around the players. They're not going to. Spend. Well, that's
0: the same argument with Rodgers, though.
1: I know that's the what I'm ar- saying. It's it's tough.
0: I I think that for someone who's not Aaron Rodgers has had weapons though, but he's never he's never had a defense really. They've never they've never built a defense for him. He's had to win off his offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, and
0: that's and that's frustrating when that's you know that's half a team. Yeah, well, not like, only you that, could, you can.
2: Could... Not only that, but when's the last time he had a decent wide receiver like a marquee guy? Greg Jennings. I mean, can you really count Jordy Nelson in that conversation? I really don't think so. Jordy was good for a while, but he was never a top flight guy. I mean, you put Jordy on other teams, how good is he really? You know, or was he? Did he put up numbers because Aaron Rodgers was throwing him the ball?
1: No. Aaron Rodgers is making those guys even better though.
2: He's a that's what I'm saying. That's exactly my he's, point.
1: And I, I get it. He probably, you know, for him, definitely probably wants a key player to be there with him. You know, he wants like a Beckham or a you know, somebody that can be out there to make the plays. But I mean he's gotta to me, he's making those those guys. He's making them better, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they they're I, good. Th- they th- were good. Like oh yeah. They were in the damn playoffs. I think though that but I agree. Part of- I will say this too, real quick, because cheese are put yeah. in there. You don't hear Tom Brady complain about it, but at the same but time, he also left. Tom Brady did. Well, he was a free leg. First off, right. So he has the, He had the power to go wherever he, he power wanted. Move. Yep. He also did bring guys with him. I mean, he got Gronk there, then he got Antonio Brown, then he got Fournette. Like, that's that's
2: it. It's also not a fair comparison. You can't say Tom Brady didn't complain because Tom Brady had some of the best defenses arguably of all time, if nothing else. maybe If not of all time, then some of the best defenses in the league in the years that they won. You can't say that about Aaron Rodgers and the
0: Packers. And I think that's what's frustrating. I mean, I know from uh, a good number of my friends are are Packers fans, and the frustration from them is we have half a team. Like, they're not building it. Because you can literally only do so much on... Rodgers can't go out and control and also play defense. It's true. And Which when you you're a team playing, thing. you can't
1: control things. You
0: huh. right. You can't control that. But when you're also like that, I think the differences with football is compared to other sports. I think basketball is more so than football. But when you're a guy like Rodgers or Brady or Eli, at his prime or Peyton in his prime, that's your team. Oh yeah. From from top to bottom. In the sense of like that that's that's what you control a lot. And I think that from what I've been reading and from what I've heard from other from fans who've been, you know, watching the team for years, it's like it always seemed to be Rodgers versus the front office or there was never another building block added to give him the ability to go get that ring when they were so close and all it needed was one or, two little, one or two little additions, and those additions never happened.
2: Well, that's, too, that's true of the point, too. There have been years where they've had poor offensive lines. They still can't run the ball. I mean, look at their, 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 uh, their rushing stats for the last 10 years, even. I mean, there were times where they were serviceable. There were times where they were good. But for mm-hmm. the most part, they've been very average to below average running the ball in in a climate like green bay wisconsin it's really quite an anomaly that they've been able to have as much success that they has uh, that they have throwing the <laughs> ball as much as they do
1: they has has have, have has has has, has, has have.
2: but
0: i don't know like, right. i also see i do see the point that you were making derek as well which was you signed a long term contract
1: yeah and that's yeah that's at, that's I mean that—that's my whole thing because I, I know this was a topic when they were talking about Zeke. You know, he—he he didn't want to play until he got a new contract. He wanted to get a bigger contract. So, I—that's—that's that's where I'm at with this. Um, I kind of feel it's that same argument you're bringing back, except obviously this time it's you know we're we're uh, what do you want to put? He's—he's uh, he's still. I mean, I—I I guess it's the the stuff with uh like brett Favre. uh somebody pointed that out to me saying that uh brett Favre held out i think is what he did he told him he was gonna retire mm-hmm. and then whatever happened he came back i don't i don't remember the exact like i can't say this the right way because i don't know i've read it i saw it on there that was the only thing i don't know what happened uh with with brett Favre. But I guess this is kind of a similar situation, as what somebody was putting out there. Was Brett Favre when it came to that time? Yeah, I I, I think that. Do you know? Did, like, does it ring a bell? What I'm saying, if not, I mean, it does. I I well, don't. Again, I don't have, know. I'm trying to figure it out, but I I'd have to look it up. And I'm not. I, here's it, a
0: question. Then here's a question. Then is this a pattern with Green Bay of recent years? And well, it's only two quarterbacks, though. This is only right, two. but that's twenty years of quarterbacks. Yeah. Only that's two true quarterbacks
2: they've had since the mid '90s,
0: <laughs> and that's both of hey, them. First of and all, both of them impressive. have been.
1: Oh yeah, 100 agree. Must
2: be fucking nice.
1: <laughs> and and hey, we got our both, quarterback, bro. Come on now, now
2: and finally. both of those,
0: and both of those people have.
1: Hold on, shout out both to Baker people. Christ. Baker, but both of those. Man. uh Let's just keep interrupting turps. Baker, you're the yeah, fucking you're man. <laughs> when are we getting him on then? <laughs> Baker uh, Price is coming to the podcast.
2: Coming soon uh, to a podcast cool near Christ. you. Uh, Maybe Terps will get more than three words out at a time.
0: It's time. Sorry, that's what we got. Gnome, he'll just edit out the rest of it. What?
2: Yeah, but
1: no, leave that in there. Gnome, you know you love me. You know oh, yeah, that no. I do good at this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no
0: you're, you're, wrong, Gnome's, you're Gnome's favorite. He'll tell you that to your face in June. Oh, straight, uh, I'll yeah. tell you in June like you're my favorite. Take that. Down. Oh, oh
1: hold on. Hold on. Quick update here. Quick update. We have a Candyman home run, baby. Whoop, whoop. It is one nothing Detroit. And the Tony hit one.
0: Tony hit another one. He 440 feet, by the way. Oh, dang it, That dude's amazing. Um, okay, but back to Aaron. Sorry. Back, to back, Aaron Rogers. back to Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. sorry. Like <laughs> you're talking. Tw- <laughs> no, I, I like sense. that. Was You're talking 20 years of two of arguably the best quarterbacks hands down people have seen hands down who's not named Tom Brady or Peyton
1: Manning. Like, yeah. I mean, the Patriots and, could say the same thing kind of. I mean, they've had two quarterbacks in 25 years. But they won rings. I know. Brett got one. Yes. And Rogers, Rogers has one. Won. Yep. But I mean, with. But with, okay, with. It's. Uh, yeah you're right with
0: how good they've been and how close they've gotten and how many times that they've really only needed a little push and not received it i could see where he'd be more than frustrated
1: yeah do you think it's coaching because you know he didn't like uh shit what's the coach's name now with uh dallas mccarthy Um, mccarthy mike mccarthy Yeah. yeah he didn't he didn't uh clearly didn't like him is what it sounds like again i don't know i'm not aaron Rodgers.
0: So here's my question. Here's my question to you guys and, and to your chat and to the people listening on Spotify. Yes. If this is your team and you have, in this situation, and you have a franchise player who's been, you know, he's Hall of Fame, you have his jersey, you know, he's your, he's the hero, you know, whoever it is, right? And he is doing this. Do you feel betrayed, or are you sticking for your guy?
2: As as a, a fan, I mean... As a fan. From a the fan. outside, and maybe this is because I'm not a Green Bay Packers fan. I can say this right, that's from why the outside it's hard. looking in. You know, Packers fans, I can see why they would probably be have that betrayed feeling. But I think that we can take a look at it and objectively say that it kind of makes sense for him to have these frustrations. We've already taught I mean, what have they given him to work with? Nothing. That's, at that's least not that, that much. With,
1: with that being said, too, Doctor even pointed this out. I think that's a good point, too. The Packers never drafted a first-round wide receiver during the Rogers era. So they're not really doing the most to help yeah. him on the offensive side. Hmm. So there, there's that to point out, which I think that's a good point. Um, and then Cheezer said that uh, I've heard the fans be 50-50 on it, so it could be you know they're they're both sides to that. So I could see that. I can see I can see it being either way. I can see fans being with their guy, and then I can also see fans being with their team.
0: You know what this kind of reminds me of what um, <laughs> this kind of rem- what well, this kind of reminds me of the college program situation where they go it's been working, don't change it. We don't need to recruit anybody else.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: The, the the mentality of don't broke, don't fix what's broke, but it's already broke.
1: Wait, you mean? Kind of thing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. You know what I'll I mean? I'll help you out with that.
0: Listen, I had a dire moment, okay? He, he, uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he,
2: <laughs> he,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: my brain just straight up was like, and we were done. Um, but it just has that feeling of the front office being like, well, it's working. So why fix it? Why change anything? But in reality, when you look at it, it it's not working.
2: As a fan, and, wouldn't you be more pissed off at the front office for not giving him anything to work with and putting him in this position to have to act like a dick so that he could get out? I,
0: I think yeah. I, I think that's how a lot of fans feel.
1: If he's, I, He was the MVP, right? <laughs> Don't you yep. want to do something to help your MVP? The dude's doing his part.
0: More than? More than. I, uh, doing doing his, yes,
1: part. 100%. I mean, if you're bringing an MVP to... Green Bay, with what you've got, like, don't you think we should be rewarding that guy?
0: Hundred percent.
1: That's that's just. I mean, again, I'm not a GM. I'm not any of those dudes. I don't know any of that shit. But it, to me, I think that's something that stands out. Like, don't you think we should reward the guy? Like, let's get him something. If this is what he wants, okay. Let's get him to state. Like, for instance, here's one thing that I can truly say that's. It's pretty, like, this This is a good comparison, I feel. Uh, Harden, from Houston Rockets, all right, James Harden. He would complain about he wanted more guys to help him. He wanted to build, you know, he brought, they they want to get guys there. And what did the GM do? He brought guys in. Things didn't go as planned. He didn't win. They weren't doing well. Because, I mean, he was doing his job. The dude was, uh, I I want to, did he win an MVP Does anybody know? He
2: was, he was like the at least a few
1: times. I know he was a hot. He he was up there. He's he's in the categories. But no, he won in twenty eighteen. Okay, they brought guys in. All right. So my point is, like, they brought the guys in. They did everything that the guy was asking for, and it just didn't work. It didn't pan out. So what they do? Okay, we're done with you. We did everything you've asked. We're done. Like we don't need to do it. And he started complaining, which I get it. Whatever. But they did everything. At the end of the day. Houston can say we did everything we possibly could for Harden. We gave him what he asked for. We did everything he asked. It just didn't work. Like he never he never won us anything. He didn't do anything. Like, and I know before somebody tries to sit here and tell me, like, well, you can't just say everything's gotta be on harden. Well, when you're feeding him, you're giving him everything he's asked. Like, at some point you gotta put the blame on him. Um, so I feel like that's one of those cases where now you're seeing it in Green Bay is Rodgers is doing everything he possibly can. He's got the MVP. He's putting up the numbers. He's getting you into the playoffs. You got to reward the guy at some point. You got to yeah. start doing what he's asking. Build for I, him. I you not draft a single wide receiver. In so the that's first that. Round. Yeah, that, that that's. So I think that's one thing that stands out in my point of view of this. Um, again, I love James Harden. I have nothing against him. I love watching the dude play basketball. I mean, I always hated him, you know, obviously when he played against Dallas, I'm a Mavs fan. That's how it works. But that's one thing that I think that stands out is that's kind of a story I feel it's comparable with Aaron Rodgers and James Harden is they did everything for James Harden. They gave him everything. I mean, the dude got paid. The dude got the players to come in. They just didn't get like they weren't getting to the playoffs. I mean, look at the squad that he just had. I'm pretty sure it was him, Chris Paul, uh, Russell Westbrook and i'm i'm trying to think of the other tall dude that was down below abaka or something like that i i can't think serge of serge abaka uh, i don't i can't i don't know but didn't they have dwight howard for a hot minute they did have dwight howard too like they had players but they just weren't getting it done so at the same time here it is now you've got aaron rogers who's doing everything he's getting them to the playoffs he's putting up the numbers he's doing it all without having the big-name players there. So why can't you try to do something for that guy? So now now that the more that we sit here and we talk about this, I'm definitely on Roger's side. I don't here's know a, the guy. Qu- I, I'm sure he's a great dude. I don't know if he's a great teammate. I don't know any of that stuff. But the way that it's put out there, how do you not reward the guy? How do you not bring people there? Here's a question for you. Okay. Do you think,
0: from, from a professional athlete standpoint... What happened with Brady was any kind of instigator in this because he saw a premier quarterback, arguably, if not arguably, at this point, the greatest quarterback we've ever witnessed, go to a new team, and that new team basically opened the checkbook and said, "Who do you want?"
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's, they that's, won a Super Bowl. To be honest, yes, I in year that, one, I I think that's a hundred percent. Yes, I think that's actually a that's a really good point. I think that's a. A well brought out process, right there. I think when you know you see a competitor, let's say, you know, I'm I'm a stud, I'm Cy Young winner, Hall of like Hall of Fame career, everything, and I'm doing everything. You're like, Degrom, and yeah, like, and the Mets definitely did that. They went out and they started getting people. Yep. So I, I think, yeah, that's what it comes down to. There, but the only difference is between baseball and football is with for Degrom example, he's only one game where exactly rogers yeah. is, every, rogers every, is every, game. every game but still yes that makes sense it, it goes along those lines yes rogers sees brady go to tampa tampa says who the fuck do you want boom we want ab we want gronk we want fournette you know whatever else they got like did it done deal check we got this we're gonna make it happen and look what they did first year now granted i can you can't sit here and say brady was like okay i promise to take you to a super bowl which granted he kind of has those powers but it it didn't work that way. I mean they I mean his goal was definitely to win a super, but I don't yeah. know if
0: you asked him if you asked him in a non press standpoint, like a non cliche like, interview say, point. It, he's not gonna say, Oh, I expect to win year one.
1: Well, okay, I'll take that back because everybody's well, mindset maybe. it's the is mindset to win. That is to win. Yes. So But there's a difference in yes, having a his,
0: mindset to win and actually, you yes, know.
1: Yeah. And let's not forget, I mean, they didn't have like the greatest record. They weren't like know 14 and 2 or something you know they still had to get their way in there they won the division though right or am i wrong i think so dyer do you know this one
2: i believe that they did but it was you're my you're my football guy so i don't know an especially strong division
1: true yeah but still
2: not to yeah. You know we, it, i mean you can't discredit they won the fucking super bowl so what else can they do Right. No, no. And that's 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 not poo-pooing it like, oh, they're wild card. They didn't go 14-0, and
3: but, you know, they... they, Wild card
0: team. Saints Saints won the division.
3: Yeah, and that's my point is...
1: Yeah, they were a dark horse team. That's my point, though, is what Terp even said makes 100% sense that Rodgers watched Tom Brady go to another team and just door open, here we go. That was it. I... What I'm
0: watching now is if they do end up trading him for whatever reason. Where's he going to go? Is my question. They, well, one they one I think that true, but biggest point you missed the fucking boat.
1: Yeah, I think you, you, you
0: had you, a golden you, opportunity to get a haul from the draft. Yeah, and get pretty much whoever you wanted from a team who's willing to trade for him.
1: You're going to get a you know, kick in the teeth on that if you let him go. I think whoever your next quarterback yeah. is, it's there is no shots taken to this guy by any means, but you're putting a rookie quarterback in there, and you're expecting him to throw up Aaron Rodgers numbers. Yeah, that's that's. I tough. don't know if
2: it's man, but as a fan, if I got a guy that's as pissed off as Aaron Rodgers and he doesn't want to be there. I don't want him here because he's not going to play to either. He's not going to play the top of his potential. He's going to be a cancer Mm. in the locker room or both.
1: I disagree. I mean, I disagree (sighs) to an extent. Here's the only thing you're right. He could be a cancer in the locker room, but I don't know a single athlete period. That's going to go out there and not compete.
0: They also signed Blake
1: Bortles. Yeah. Packers did. No, I know. Uh, So it's, That's the only, that's that's my only argument with Dyer is you, I don't care how bad you hate somewhere or any of that. You're not going to sit there and not compete. I don't, I mean, I'm sorry. You can't tell me how miserable you are, no matter what. You're not going to compete like Dyer. I'm going to use this. For example, you played at Ohio state as much as you would hate the coach. I'm trying to think of uh, coach Bob Todd. Let's say you hated Bob Todd because he was the Buckeyes coach at the time. You hated him with a passion, and you were the starting first baseman. You're going to tell me you're going to go out there and be like, man, I fucking hate this guy. I'm just going to make errors left and right.
2: I don't think that at all, but it it's going to affect his play. I don't think that, no that chance. he's consciously going to go out there and throw games, but right, right. I also I also think that as a player, if you're pissed off, you don't like where you're at, you don't like the help that you have around you, it's going to have an effect on the way you play. Maybe not something huge. I mean, Aaron Rodgers you know, is still going to come out he's and got- be better than most of the players in the league.
1: But it's going to affect but- his stock is the thing, though. He's not going to want to hurt his stock. That's true. I don't that's know. that's where I that, – and trust me, I get what you're saying, and you, there's so many ways to look at that. You're right. But at the end of the day, a guy's not going to risk losing his stock that he's already built up. He's got his own legacy, his own career, everything. He's not going to risk that because he's not happy with the place that he's at. The only thing he can do is he has to go out there and perform, and he's just going to have to keep, like, that's where I think you're right to the extent of the the cancer. He's going to be that guy that's like, dude, we just got to get this guy out of the fucking club, the locker room. That's what if it. He doesn't, he's what still going he to go just out there go and out perform. There?
2: What if he doesn't go out there? What if he doesn't go out at all? What if he says, all right, fuck you. I'm not playing this year.
1: That's well, okay, I, that's what I said. That's the Brett Favre thing where Brett Favre said he was going to retire and now Aaron Rodgers has that power. So that's where I feel like he can. He can do that, I guess. He can say I'm going to retire if you don't trade me.
0: Well, I have another question. Like that leads into this is how is this affecting the you know, the locker room?
2: People around him, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's going to affect them. They're not going to be happy. But
0: guys if, aren't going to,
1: at the end of the day, like... Well, they're still going to compete. Yeah. The like, 100%. Gonna, like, no one's yeah.
0: no one's going to walk out, but at the same time...
1: I think you might have you issues know, to where you might see fights. You might see a fight in the yeah. locker room.
0: Well, you might not have, have the chemistry because there's no strong... There might not be... Someone's going to have to step up.
2: Lose three games in a row, and you're going to have guys in the locker room saying, this guy don't want to fucking be here. Why am I going to go out yep. there and give 100% risk blowing up my knee and ruining the rest of my career?
1: Yep. You're going to definitely... I could see that. You're going to see fingers get certain pointed. It, it, all kinds of people mostly one person especially
0: if he doesn't come back
1: that's the thing. Well, if he doesn't come back they they're not going to point fingers at him they're just no not, not, not gonna, at him but
0: it's oh, uh, yeah, how gonna much gonna go does that also go but the fan, you yeah
1: think, you don't think the fans are going to get frustrated with that you don't think oh, 100%. the fans are going to start pointing fingers at the the packers i think the
0: fans will be them. more angry if he's traded now
1: now
2: because See, like uh, you said they yeah. fucking blew it If the time exactly. of view it has yeah. passed yep Draft, exactly. and it would have been, they could have had a king's ransom. I saw the shit that they were talking about that oh, they yeah. would have wanted for that and teams would have given have, it. It would have like if the Browns would have done that, if they didn't win a Super Bowl in the next 3 years, it would have set the franchise back 10 for what yeah. they wanted for Aaron Rodgers. And I get it because he is a Hall of Famer and he's still at the back end of his prime. But it wasn't worth it for a lot of teams in the league, I don't think especially yeah. considering the fact that he does have that power where he could just say, okay, I'm not playing. Yep. I think a lot of, a lot of teams know that. And they say, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait for that to happen, and then we'll sign him when it does. Or will we'll that pick make, up the trade and not have to give up as much.
1: Will that make an impact now going forward with contracts? Yes, I think so. Make absolutely. them more short-term just because yeah. of this situation?
0: Well, and football's not guaranteed either.
1: That's true, too, which that I F- think is the Football's worst. not
0: guaranteed. Yeah, Also I
1: think it, football yeah football needs to be guaranteed. These guys are getting massive life threatening injuries. All for a non guaranteed contract.
0: I, I, I see an interesting comment in your chat, and I totally get where this is coming from as someone who's not a multimillionaire and that kind of thing, which is how multi multimillionaires can throw such easy fits? They're just, I come, just read right? that. Like, here's the thing. Here here's the thing to understand is it's, that it's easy to know you're
1: it's, it's easy for somebody who's not in that situation to make comments like that. Well,
0: I think, I think even just take it out of that situation, put it like this. You are a top performer at work, yep. top performer, and you're being paid $13 an hour. And they're asking you, okay, you've done great work here. What do you need from us to step up to the next plate, to, to take the next step forward? Screw 13, let's make it realistic. You're making $150,000 a year. You're in a really good place, right? In the corporate world. And they ask you, what do you need to take the next step forward? And you tell them what you need and they don't give it to you and they expect you to be just as efficient as you were previously. You're just as mad. 100%. It has nothing to do with the money. The money the the, the money, the money means nothing in terms of dollar amounts. It could be over $100,000 or $100 million. It's knowing your worth, knowing your value, and knowing when you're not getting the value that you're worth.
2: (laughs) Well, the fact, too, that this man's job is to go out there and try and win a championship, right? And so if they're not, if the front office isn't doing their part and putting the pieces together to make that a reality, I mean, Aaron Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go out there by himself and win a championship, right? What the fuck is he supposed to do? If they're not They've gonna tried. come in and put people around him to make that a reality, wouldn't you be pissed if that was you? If you were a manager on a team and you said, Hey, I need this, this, and this. I need this guy to that that can write code, and I need this guy that can sell, and I need this guy that can market. And they come out and they give you a bunch of fucking idiots. Or nobody. Are you gonna be happy about that?
0: I bet your ass. You're marked yourself into your project manager's office going, What the fuck?
2: Exactly <laughs> like... right. It doesn't matter if you're making a million dollars or ten thousand dollars. You need to you need to have other people around you to be successful. And if you're not getting those pieces, you're gonna be pissed. It's not about the money, it's about wanting to win. And they're not in a place where they can do that. Aaron Rodgers are not. They're they're good enough and... to win the division every year, fine. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna get any accolades for that. Sweet, you want a bunch of divisions? What'd you do after that? What'd you do in the playoffs? Fucking jack shit. Nobody remembers that. Nobody outside of Green yeah. Bay.
1: And 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 it just so happens that's that true. that's actually a really good point to even use even in well, no, never mind. I was gonna say you can even use that in college too. And this isn't well, college like, is
0: just changing.
1: Yeah, well, I I know that, but I'm I'm looking Hily. at it and I I realize and it's at the same time it's still like. You know, for Dyer, because all three of us are Big Ten guys. So all, you know, Dyer can literally talk as much shit because they've been Big Ten champs, whereas neither one of us, we haven't.
0: Well, I think I think where you can draw the correlation with colleges. It's, but it's still a championship, it, though. It,
1: it Right. Well, I think
0: where you can draw the correlation with colleges is, look what Maryland's doing with Underham, where they said, look, we're in the Big Ten. You want us to compete in the Big Ten. We need the facilities to do it we don't have the facilities to do it if we don't get the facilities to do it we're not going to succeed that's what the athletic office said to the to the to the administration and you know what the administration did they partnered with under armor and they built a facility which is good that's one of the best in the country because it's brand new and it's the same thing at ohio state now yes ohio state and michigan are already rich they already have the wealth of facilities but if arba goes to the administration and says hey look our weight room is not up to spec and we cannot keep competing at the level we need to compete at with this weight room. What do you think's going to happen? That uh-huh. weight room is getting upgraded That's true because that's what you need to win. It's the same thing. Look at, look at an MLB team. If Derek, if you, the players are going and saying, Hey, look, we're not getting the treatment we need from the, from whatever training staff, or we're not getting the nutrition we need from whatever. It's now on the onus of the team to improve that situation. For the investment that they made to make that investment perform at its greatest,
1: right? No, I get that. I, I agree, a hundred percent. I did just come from. I went to Michigan yesterday. I went to Ann Arbor, um, and yeah, they're bro, they're their facilities through the roof. They've done some upgrades in oh, there. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I'm not saying that. You know, I'm actually. I should take that back because I do say it every single year. But that's just the competitive nature. That's believing in your team, like. Just like, you know, you're always going to believe that your team's going to win. Like, I believe Michigan's going to go to the national championship this year. That's just me. That's how it is. Like, you can – Dyer's going to laugh at me. You can laugh at me. Like, that's just how it is because at the end of the day, I don't know what they're going to do. I know last year was not a good year for them, but we don't know what this year holds, so the confidence is there. But, yeah, after seeing the facilities, holy shit. they're. But
0: the important thing about the the facilities, facilities too,
1: is – it helps. That's how you
0: bring the kid from high school in. That's, that's how, how you recruit. entice some of these kids.
1: The recruiting yep. comes, and I got to see that firsthand when they bring the guys in. That's one of the things that these guys want to see is, man, how's these? How are the facilities? What's the swag? State like? of the art? Oh my god! Oh yeah, swag. We're Jordan. Okay, love that. Like that's great. And you Play know what those state? recruits
0: are doing when they go to Ohio State? Look, same thing.
1: And they're but the only and Bama is, same thing. The difference is though between a Michigan recruit and Ohio State recruit. Is Ohio State's gonna take him and show him the trophy case. I'm yep. it's blatantly like as much as I hate Ohio State, I fucking do. do I hate them. But if I'm getting recruited, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna show, like, hey, you can go to Michigan and yeah, you can have cool swag, or you can go to Ohio State and possibly win one of these. Like, that's something that they can hang over the heads of them. As much like everybody knows, like you all know this. I'm a diehard, passionate unbelievable fan when it comes to michigan but that's something that they can hang over my head that i can't say about michigan the last time michigan did a championship 1998 like that's not it that's not going to cut it like i'm sorry the kids that are born in 2000 want to see what's, Never what one. what's happening now like that's yep. that's the one thing is what can you do for me now it's the same
0: thing in free agency too when you're being courted by multiple teams it's yeah what wins one guy over from another? You know, it's it's Total all comes things, down man. to recruiting the yeah. only
1: thing that the only thing that I wish more guys would kind of take into effect. and I had this discussion uh, with with my buddy at Michigan, too, is when it comes to recruiting too, you, let's say, you know, all three of us are the top quarterbacks, all right? We're the top quarterbacks in the nation, one, two, and three. all right? Who cares what order, whatever it is. It's fine. Alabama comes at us and recruits us. Okay, Ohio State, Maryland, and Michigan all recruit us. Now, granted, yes, it's easy for us to sit here and say right now which way we would go because we want to go play, play. At least I'm assuming that you guys all want to play for your team. Like I would definitely go to Michigan in a heartbeat. I'm sure you guys would go to Ohio State, Maryland. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But when it comes down to it, we all decide we're going to go to Alabama now. This is where it gets interesting, and this is where I wish more kids would kind of think about these things. If we're all three going to Michigan, uh, sorry, not Michigan, we're all going to Alabama. That's the most premier school. Everything they're top notch. They've been winning championships. Everything. Now they just recruited the number one, two, and three quarterbacks in the nation. All right. Now you got us all competing. Okay, one of us is getting the job. The other guy is probably going. The other two guys are going to sit out for the next three years because they got their guy now. Whereas Dyer could have went to Ohio State, probably start there. I could have went to Michigan, probably could have started there. Terps, you could have went to Maryland, probably could have started there. And you could have your own legacy there rather than having a chance to possibly start at Alabama. And then yet you don't get to start. Now you got to sit here for three, four years. And now you you probably aren't getting drafted. Now you got to focus on whatever you were trying to do beforehand. I don't know if it makes sense, but my whole point is, I wish more guys when it came to recruiting is where do I have the best chance to start and where is the best chance that I can start my legacy?
2: Bro, and that's the biggest thing I think. I was just going to say, you made the point earlier about going to Ohio State and showing them the trophy case. I feel like that's a great sales pitch for somebody out of Michigan to go to the trophy case and say, look at this trophy case right here. This is what we did 15 years ago. This is what we've done now. It's fucking empty. And I want you to be the guy that brings the glory back to this program. I think 100%. you can do it. Why, uh, man, I don't understand why more people don't bite on that. And maybe they because do. I don't know. They're not
1: hungry. They're not as hungry. Like they, they want to go somewhere where they know they're going to win rather than, you know what? Let's see what I can do for the fucking team. Let's see if I can get a championship at this school that hasn't done one in a while. They believe in me. They want me here. They like. Granted, don't get me wrong, every school that's recruiting, they want that guy there. But when you're seeing, like, as they recruit, and you're seeing that there's three other top quarterbacks in the nation trying to go to the exact same school you really want to go to versus another school you're like, yeah, I like this one a lot, and you know you have a very good chance of being the starter, why wouldn't you want to take the one where you can go and you know you have a way better chance of being the starter, and you know you have your own chance to write your own history your own book your own chapter of success at a premier school whereas you might be riding somebody's coattails at university of whatever and you might not even start you might be sitting out and you never get that opportunity where you know for a fact you can go somewhere else and get that opportunity
0: you want to hear a a great example of this
1: And wait 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 to add to it that's a great like to add like what dyer was saying too like i wrote my own legacy Now, i'm not saying i was some big recruit cuz i'm definitely i was not uh, out of high school 100%. so i go to a juco. i go down there, i'm successful, i'm turning my life around. everything's going the right direction. now i have a lot of sec schools and i had pac 12 schools and i had a chance to possibly come back up north and play in the schools up here in the big 10. and what did i do? i signed to go to arizona state because i knew i had a chance. i was going to be on that rotation. I knew I had a chance to do something and help that team to go to a College World Series. Now, my comparison is a little bit off because obviously it's a power school, but at the same time, th- it's it, baseball is a little bit different than football. You need five guys to be successful in the starting right. rotation. Michigan, or I mean, in football, you have one. You'd be that starting quarterback, whatever. So that's where I think some of the guys need to understand. And I don't know if it made sense to people, You know how I chose how that worked out. Like I had a big school trying to come after me, and then you know Alabama, and I, you know, whatever. But that's that's something like I I feel people need to understand. It's like you could instead of trying to go to some big powerhouse school that's recruiting all of the absolute best players. I guess is I don't I don't know how to really word this the right way, but you can go and write your own history somewhere else. Like, okay, a good example. Look at the kid from South Dakota State. That got drafted by the 49ers. hmm That dude, like, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I never heard of him. I didn't know anything about him. I go look at what his numbers are and stuff. I don't care who he's playing against. He still has to get, you still have to make good passes. You still have like that's one thing I want to point out to people too is I don't give a fuck what division you're in. You still have to get people out. You still have to throw completions. Whatever the, the case is, whatever the sport is, you still have to sink your baskets, whatever it is. It doesn't matter yes the level of competition obviously is a little bit of a factor but you still at the end of the day can throw up some crazy numbers look what the kid from san diego state did he didn't play anybody extremely good but he was fucking throwing out unbelievable numbers
2: unbelievable say he was a one-year starter too i don't think he started more than just this past season am i right or am i right
1: that i don't again i don't know anything about him Besides I hear where it. he went to school, and his numbers are through the roof. They're like video game shit.
0: Want to hear another good uh, example of this? Yes. So Maryland is nowhere near a football powerhouse. where We haven't been since the early 2000s uh, with Ralph Virgin. Um, there's a player out of Maryland whose name is Stefan Diggs. Yep. You may have heard of him recently. Yep. He's, he's, he, he's a little good. Okay. <laughs> he was the number two wide receiver in his draft, in his... Uh, in his uh in his class, recruiting class. Number eight player in the nation in the recruiting class. This kid could have gone wherever the fuck he wanted to go. Yep. If if Stefan Diggs wanted to go to Alabama, guess where he was going? Alabama. If he wanted to go to Ohio State, guess where he was going? Ohio State. If he wanted to go to Michigan, he was going to Michigan. Kid went to Maryland. Yeah. Wrote, he his went own, to Maryland. wrote his own legacy. He wrote his own legacy and he was a standout at Maryland. It got eyes on him in the draft because people go, look what this kid's doing. And Maryland was, Maryland was playing at the time in the ACC and then transitioned to the Big Ten. And the, when they transitioned to the Big Ten, there was a little school called Ohio State who ran train on everybody and won the national championship. So he ain't playing nobodies.
1: Yeah, no, I know. It, it, people were. People give Michigan shit. They They're still not a nobody. Like, that's a, oh, no, it's a big school. Now, I, I do want to point this out with even what you said, too. This is a great follow up with that is and it comes from Cheezer. These players want to go to football factories where they can sit for two years and win a championship for doing nothing, then play one year and get drafted. That's why when they go to the NFL, they get crushed now because they are soft. They haven't got the experience that goes perfectly with what we were just saying is guys will take the risk of going somewhere just so they can get some hardware but the only thing that sucks is, don't you want to tell people you earned that hardware? You weren't somebody that was mm-hmm. just standing there waving a towel and cheering your teammates on. And and you, sometimes it take
0: sometimes it takes a transfer. You want an example of too many QBs in one room, uh, Dyer? You want to talk about that 2015 Ohio State team? Holy shit! Three quarters Cardell Jones, J.T. Barrett, Joe Burrows, Tate Martell, Dwayne Haskins.
3: And, hey, a little uh, crowded in that room, isn't it? <laughs> like, and on top like, of that, though um
1: and the best Idaho's one left yes yeah yeah. two of them left well two yeah, of them yeah. Left. they left but i think one was already due to leave anyway but it's still the fact is that one guy cardell jones leaves and what happens to him all because he had three good is it three good games right yeah i, yeah. I mean three good games and what do you do goes out and he ends up playing in the xfl nfl didn't take care of that one and there's nothing again. like the dude that was a choice that was a risk he was willing to make I don't know why. I mean, I would take at least another year. Like, that's great what you did, but your stock wasn't through the roof. Like, you did three good games. People want to see more. Like, I know those are some high-leverage games, but yeah, come on, man. You're, and then Joel- he, he, was, he could have been a really – I mean, he was a damn good quarterback for those three games. You don't know – he could have won a Heisman next year, for all we know.
0: Look what Burroughs did. He goes, you know, all right, this ain't working. I can't be in this – you know, Haskins won the job over me. I'm going to LSU. Well, y'all don't need to know how that story ended.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: that's, like, a, that's a good, like, there you go. But there's so many situations. How, how many people do we not know? Because I got buried in a depth chart. And <laughs> and and the thing is with college and professional sports is when you're playing high-level college sports, yeah, you might have been Mr. Big Shot in your, in your town, Everyone there is Mr. Big Shot.
1: Here's the other thing, too, though. Don't you want to go from, you know, let's, I'm going to use this as an example. Dyer's the quarterback for Ohio State, has a great year, whatever, gets drafted. Wherever you go, don't you want to be able to represent also the college that you were at? Like, there's not too many, if you sit and kind of truly think about it, these big premier schools, how many of these quarterbacks stick around?
2: One every year. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like it's it's a t- like don't get me wrong it's a tough thing to do now granted joe burrow was killing it before he got hurt and i hope to god he does i hope he comes back great as ever continue what he was doing because he's a he's a great quarterback i love watching him play
2: I tom brady t- it, what? 14 month, 14 weeks out of the year i hope he's great
1: <laughs> i love that i'll appreciate that too uh but there's not you're not going to find too many quarterbacks like a tom brady that stick around for forty five years and play. I mean, you look at guys like Tony Romo comes out of a. He went to a what was a Division two school, I think, or something. Flacco went to Delaware. Oh yeah, Flacco. There you go. Flacco he went to Delaware. Went to like he's, who goes to he's Delaware? In a, he's in the league for a while. Dak Johnson, Georgia Tech. There you go. Like that's this is that goes exact. Oh yeah, he's undrafted. Thank you. Sorry, I forgot about that. These are things that. I wish other kids would look at and think about that. It's not always like, I'm not going to sit here and say, you need to go to a Michigan, Ohio state, Alabama, Maryland, whatever you can go anywhere. You write your own book on how to get there. It's not an easy thing. And that's the thing you got to understand. It's not easy. You know, I have conversation. I've texted with Sam Ellinger and it, he knows it's not an easy road. This is going to be tough, buddy. You got a lot you got to do. You're a talented quarterback, you're a good dude, but you gotta put the work in because there's other people trying to get those jobs. It's like I always tell the the kids when I give my speeches and talk about baseball camp, there's a thousand jobs out there, all right, for a, a, a professional team. The Detroit organization, there's a thousand guys. They're all trying to get 25 spots. What in the world are you gonna do to get that spot, that one spot? And for the guys like myself that have the spot, that's in the 25, man. What am I going to do to keep a hold of that spot? That's the thing that people need to understand is there's no more things given to us. You have to earn this shit, and everyone's hungry. And yeah, a hundred percent. If everybody's if, hungry. If you're not hungry, then you will be out the door quick. You'll be eating alive. I've been doing this for 13 seasons. Do you think I'm not hungry? Do you think I'm not happy when I go out there and I give up fucking home runs? Of course not. I'm trying to find ways that I can keep myself freaking here. And I'm trying to compete every single day to keep that job. And yes, I do want to say real quick, too. Thank you, Rear Rear, Rear Real Wheel. Prayers to Sam and his family, by the way. Yeah. Um, for those yeah. that don't know, I'm not going to mention it. I don't. It's, it's a very sad topic. Uh, I do want to give the shout out though for him because... He's an awesome dude, and this is a tough time for him, so please yep. pray for him and his family through these tough times, please. Um, but yes, back, back to that. Like, Guys are hungry, man. It's just like any job. You want to be the best at what you are. There's somebody trying to take that job away from you. I don't care what well, it is.
0: On top of that, too, is when you reach that level, like I said before, when you reach top-level college play, and especially major leagues, everyone else is a superstar, too. So just because you were superstar in small town USA, and you were the guy, you were number one. Well, guess what? The guy next to you, the guy behind you, the guy in front of you, the guy that left you. Guess what? They were the guy too. Yep. There's a reason they're there. You know. It and you have to take that and that take. You can take that out of sports. You can take that in life. When you get up to the, like, you know, when you get up in your career and you're in, you know, where you want to be and you're nearing end game career. Guess what? I'll bet you the guy sitting next to you wants to do that too. 100%. And he's going to work just as hard to make sure that he gets that job and you don't. It's not because he hates you. Yeah. Because, well,
1: there's one job then there's two of you. Yep. We got to get it. <laughs> I do want to give a, a quick, quick update. Top of the third. Uh, the count right now is 0-2 to Cabrera. But uh, Candyman grounded out the first with another. R- he got himself an RBI. Robbie Grossman Ribby. scored. Jonathan Scope moved to third, but Maggie just uh, flew out to right field.
0: So I think another, another thing third. before we move on from the football talk that I do want to talk about or ask you guys about is the Tim Tebow situation. And um, his, his signing, is it official? Did he sign yet? I don't know. With the Jags, or is that still being uh, discussed? But either way, there was talk when he was with the Mets how some people were upset that he was taking a roster spot from somebody else. Um, and that talk- thing in football now, yeah, that exactly. Uh, as in a different, as a tight end in a different position, obviously. Do do you guys feel that way, or I mean, obviously, I don't, don't, I don't really. Everyone wants him to succeed, but. I want everybody no wants to, succeed. to fail. I don't, exactly. don't want to see
1: anybody uh, fail, but my, the only thing is I'm sorry. Like professional sports are not that easy to where you can sit out for 10 years and get to jump back in it and be perfectly fine. So if he does it, it's going to be a great story. If he doesn't, everybody's just going to sit here and be like, you gave this guy an opportunity and we didn't give, you know, Kaepernick, X, an opportunity yeah. or whoever else, an opportunity. Yeah. It's not right. That's, that's the one thing I, I'm i going to say. And to, to also go from being a, a quarterback when last time you played to now you're being a tight end. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, it's the games are not easy, man. And no. I, uh, I've read some of the NFL tweets, you know, I know Des Bryant was one that was very vocal about this and, yeah, I, I agree with these guys. I don't think it's right that a guy can just sit out for 10 years and or however long it is. If it's not 10 years, I don't know. I just threw that out there because I thought that's what it was. I know he's been uh, doing I stuff with the, the minor league. leagues. It, what It doesn't matter because there's no way it's that, like, I'm sorry. It's the, it, professional. We're talking the NFL. He hasn't played since 2012. He hasn't played since 2012, so yes, 10 years. It's not that easy. And you're gonna jump in and be a tight end too. Yeah.
2: And you, I think Do you, do you think it's ahead, that guy, though, don't... or do you think it's a situation where Urban Meyer sees a guy that is a character guy that they want to bring into camp with a young team, an inexperienced team, somebody that can kind of talk to guys about the right way to do things just in life? And maybe so he's he a player not, coach? he's not going to make he's probably not going to make the roster but at least maybe he can make an impact on some of the people that will.
1: If that's the case, by all means. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because it's, at the end of the day, it's a camp invite. He's no, and nobody's saying he's making the, the, the roster.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm. I'm with you. I'm not, you know, I, I just think it's an interesting, I don't know. Interesting way to, to go about that. Like, I don't know how, you know, that's, uh, Thirty-three. I don't know if that's old for the NFL, but uh, it's just uh, it's interesting. You know, you you haven't played, you haven't done anything, but if he can contribute, yeah, and, and he's in shape, by all means, let's see what he's got. But at the, I mean, he's gonna come in shape, and he's gonna be in, com- he's he's gonna compete. That's just the way well, he's a competitor. Is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's easy to see. Um, it's just a matter of like I I kind of think it's like Dyer said. I think it's more of player coach kind of thing. Yeah. Just somebody that's there to kind of help with the guys. He's got such a positive attitude. He's very motivational. I think that now listening to Dyer say, I think that could be the thing. That could be something that's really helping the younger guys with that young team.
0: I think, though, that it's people also looking at this from just, you know, how many years he's spent in the Mets organization in double A and triple A taking a roster spot from from somebody whether or not that roster affected anybody who knows you know we, you can't play that game of what ifs yeah but then to see this turnaround and now oh jacksonville is signing him to a year deal and urban meyer saying he's going to make the roster like i can totally see where people are going okay enough's enough dude like you're, you're getting to the point where it's are you do you are you just going like you're a competitor but what's really going on here yeah what, what's what's, what's the real story? yeah because amazing. if he makes the team he can't announce for the SEC network
1: well yeah obviously all that stuff gets free and
0: that's way more money than they're gonna be paying him hundred
1: percent but that's so the like, risk he's got to take I mean if you yeah. you're gonna tell me if you had an opportunity to go back or to go and play sports professionally, oh, you you're gonna jump on it right
0: oh yeah no no doubt I think we all would but I can totally see where people are coming from saying, well, he had the Mets experiment, and then now this experiment, like, yeah, what's like, what, what's going on here?
2: Is it a situation, though, where any publicity is good publicity? I mean, yes. the, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been in a situation for the last few years where the, any, the only time anybody's been talking about them is to talk about how much, how shitty they are. Yeah. When's the last time Jacksonville did anything? I mean, and they had Mark it, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. I mean, at this point, Urban Meyer is a pretty smart guy. You know, you get your first round draft pick, and then you want to add a little bit of acid to that. Um, put the catalyst in there. piss people Come off on. a little bit. You know, you bring people into camp and light a fire under their ass. What the fuck's this guy doing here? Why isn't it me? How many, how many well, years? We don't know it's dies? not you yet. How many years to who's out? Urban. Urban. Yeah,
1: oh, something's shit, gonna I don't happen. Know.
2: Jury's still, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's... uh...
1: Gotcha. (laughs) That's
2: that's a good question, too, because he certainly has a track record for only wanting to be in jobs for a couple years, and
1: and then he has a
2: medical condition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope to God these are... I mean, I hope he's okay. You know, obviously, I don't want any of that, anything bad there.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. I Like I said, I can I can see where the frustration is with people oh, in this yeah. situation, just being like, come on, that's, that's,
2: eh. Maybe he's trying to piss people off just bringing this guy in. He's a polarizing guy, but he could also be good for the atmosphere, the locker room, and then just kind of drift away, you know? They don't mm-hmm. sign him, and that's it. He goes back to his just life, motivated. his job, at the SEC network, and the Jaguars go on and do whatever it is they do. But you're right, a motivation factor in there. I don't think it's uh, necessarily a bad thing.
3: Yeah.
1: It's top of the fourth inning, Detroit two, Seattle nothing. Now batting two, by the way, is Nomar Mazara.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a weird time for sports. There's a lot going on,
1: um, which is good. Like ace, but they're they're uh, they're doing a lot of. I mean, a lot of places are opening them up, opening up yep. more. Um there's no masks here in Detroit at the ballpark. I know that. That's one thing yep. that stands out. I don't I think a lot of ballparks are starting to do that too, so that's good. Yep. Um there's people in seats. Oh, people in the seats. He played college and uh, that's true. That's that could get people into the seats. That's good. That's yep. a good move by them.
0: Well, the the Mets made a killer amount of money off his jersey sales. Yeah. Cuz 100% of the revenue went to them. That was in the contract they finagled that somehow
1: uh that i don't think that it worked out that way just because well that's that was the, the players re- that was the reported yeah but they can't do that because of the union so i don't that one definitely whoever told you that is false
0: well that came from i forget where that came from that might have been from i'll try to see if i can find it but it was from like a reputable source it wasn't like you know
1: no i know but I, i'm just telling you straight up like oh yeah as a person who's in the union yeah that didn't i don't that one's not happening. Um,
3: yeah.
2: Is that the same for minor name league name guys,
1: though? Um, still talking about Tim Tebow? Yeah, so he's he it, the thing is, it's a, it's a Mets, it's a Mets jersey that he's referring to. They made a killing off of it. Wow! May twenty eighth, the Boston Red Sox will be at a hundred percent capacity. That place. That felt weird going to Boston.
0: So, so that's you know, interesting. Yarmuth hey. uh, was just thrown at.
1: By who? Uh, you knew it was going to happen. What? You knew it was going to happen. I'm, I hate to yep. say it, but it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, he he got th- he got thrown at today, and uh, and uh, Duffy was running through it, and Duffy is now no longer in the game.
1: Duffy from Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I I mean.
2: Give me a break come on
1: i think the only reason th- th- here's my argument with this though i think the reason why duffy's throwing at him <clears throat> excuse me sorry i think and i'm i could be wrong but i think it's just he wanted to stick up for the tortuga you know that's something you know we always back our our guys up i mean that's stupid I, I, again, I'm just saying what it could possibly be. I don't know. You know I just what? Know I I'm think the bigger problem. For my guys, if if you get hit, especially in the head, if you get hit in the head, I mean, I, I got to protect you, man. I'm going to go hit somebody because that's, that's not right.
2: That's different, though. Getting the hit in the head is different from somebody hitting a home run off of a fucking utility guy.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I not. I'm not trying to just – I was just pointing that out, like protecting him. That's what I'm assuming is. I'm not. Well, he he Duffy walked off the field with absolutely no protest. Yeah,
0: it it, it was just he just. the
1: the only thing that sucks uh, about doing that though. Drop the mic. You just you you hurt your you you hurt your your bullpen.
0: And you it, know it's no, only four two game in the seventh.
1: Oh, he did it in the seventh inning. Yeah. Hold up, you just sent me the link. Let's take a look. Oh, hold up.
0: Did he hit him? Uh, no, he threw behind him. I know. I gotta.
2: My TV. Do you think that's a a little bit? I mean, if he threw behind him, do you think that's a little bit of a quick trigger from the umpire?
0: Not if they were. I mean, maybe, but we don't know what was said prior to the game, in front of the umps.
2: Okay, so if I'm an umpire and I say, "Listen, we're not going to tolerate any throwing at players."
1: Hold on. So they're having a because the people in my stream can hear it. hear what all right all right yep that was it (laughs) i love the comments below though cry
0: baby i mean it's just with, with yeah i get what you're saying but at the same time it's the player who hit the home run like I could see, where an umpire, like the. Well, yeah, I'm, not,
1: I'm not worried about it. We but,
0: and,
2: but listen though, he's not throwing at him. If he was throwing at him, he would have hit him. Not right? necessarily. I no, mean, how close? It. How close? No, timeout though. How close was it? I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the video. It went behind. It, it went behind him. Like, it was. It was
1: close, he, but it. was... Yarmen
0: shuffled forward too. Yeah.
1: It. It, it would have hit him possibly, but. Yeah.
0: And it was at it was at the the the,
1: I mean, it was the, at his leg like, lower.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like he wasn't throwing up high. Yeah, he did. Like he that. did
1: he, if you're going to hit somebody on purpose, he did. He was aiming at the right area. You want to hit so him that, in the butt.
2: As an umpire, then, if you're, if, even if you've issued that warning already, can't you have no some warning. discretion? Okay? Even worse, then, another umpire being a fucking asswipe. Why can't you go up to him and say, all right, you got your one, okay? You sent yeah, your message. Again, you're done. If you get close again, you're gone. Why does it have? To, why do we have to throw people out for every for breathing the wrong fucking way? I, That's I the agree. other thing that I have. That it's part of the game, man. He didn't
0: Dude, hit you him. Be careful.
1: You might be out off your hands again. Here's the thing, though. Now, with you saying that, so if you gave me the warning of, you know, if you, you 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 made your point, you threw behind him, whatever you throw at him again, you're out. Now it becomes if it's close inside and he has to move, you can get thrown out. That not necessarily.
2: Happens. Use it discretion. Didn't... Okay. Umpires Again, have been weird. doing this shit for long enough to see to, to to know when somebody's trying to hit somebody. I agree. I'm not you don't have to yell at me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm <laughs> I'm impassioned by this whole thing because it pisses me off. Because umpires are fucking cunts and they can't understand Ooh, that keyboard. the game's not about them. Yes, hard C's all the way. Because listen, if you wanted to hit him, he would have.
1: I, I again, okay, that. here's the only thing I can tell you, though, with that comment, that last part that you said, if he wanted to hit him, he'd hit him. Guys do have there's people out there that have trouble hitting people. I'm sorry. It's true. There's guys that can go out there and throw and they can miss because they can't hit him. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I
2: don't That's know. I, I I mean, I guess probably, but.
1: I'm serious. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be arrogant or any of that. It's it's 100% true. There are guys that are out there that have tried to hit people and they've missed three pitches in a row. It happens, bro. Even better now. to
2: my point then. Make him stand out there and look like a fucking jackass trying to hit him three times and missing. You can't hit a human being, you sure can't hit the glove. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're right. Well, that's Well, that's what like uh, yesterday after the, for a completely different situation, but um, it, it works here because they talked about it, tied it in is Ron Darling yesterday was saying how the, the worst part about when people, you know, a situation with Pilar or someone gets hit intentionally or there's tension is that it oftentimes it, it takes away the whole, a whole part of the plate to use yeah. because of the quick triggers. And people are so worried that, well, you know, I got, I got to control the inside half. You know, I got to be able to control the plate. But if I get thrown out for, you know, hitting someone with a slider, like what happened back when Machado was with the Orioles, when that yeah, whole was thing was scary. going down, when you yeah. got, when someone got plunked in the, on the butt with the, with a slider that just got away and got thrown out immediately Yeah, where it was zero intention. Cause you ain't there. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're throwing out someone, you're not throwing a slider. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. I mean, if I'm going to hit somebody, I'm going to hit you with a fastball.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be a slider or a curveball or a changeup. like, no. <laughs> like, so I I think Dyer has a good point, too, where it's just the umps, the umps are so quick now, it seems, to try to control the game in ways it doesn't need to be controlled. And then the flip side, they're not controlling the game in some games where they should control it, hence the multiple games this year where pitchers have literally walked off the mound because the field was unplayable and the umps weren't calling the game.
2: I don't understand why we have to be at a point where we throw people out because we think they may have been throwing at somebody. Okay. He threw it behind him. So that's when you walk out as an umpire and say, warning there, warning there, anybody gets hit. We're done. Then that's it. Okay. He could throw behind him four more times. It doesn't matter. Okay, great. You walked him. Who does that help? Nobody. All right, Nobody. and if you do hit him, then you're out. What I don't understand, and if somebody, I mean, nobody's going to throw at his head. We already talked about this. If he does He's throw at f- his head, kick him out of the fucking game. He's going to get a, a
1: big time suspension,
2: fifteen game suspension, so that he can't. So he misses three starts, and that's it.
1: Find him to pay
2: a bunch of fucking yeah. money exactly.
0: And you know, and you know damn well it's not going to be taken well next time his. You know those two teams face.
1: Yep.
2: Right, I mean, and then yeah, you're putting true. your own teammates at risk because you're obviously out there trying to hurt people.
1: Well, usually what happens is, and you've seen this, like this is obvious, I'm not stating something for those. That, if you've never watched baseball, then this would be new to you, but one guy gets hit from one team, the other guy's getting hit from the other team. Yep. Right. It's going to happen. Man's done. Well, now it's supposed well, nowadays, to be done. Yeah, it was yeah. before. Um, but, yeah, but speaking of hitting things... How about the UFOs that are flying around,
0: hitting the hitting the, the 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 cameras of the U.S. Navy for years on end? I knew it. And now it's just coming out. It's just I knew it's, it. it's just coming out. They're it's trying to tough, sneak it this, in this, with all the pandemic news. They're this, trying to this say, Listen,
1: I wish Jugsy was here for. Well, we can I mean, talk about this again all, when Jugsy's yeah. here. I wish. I mean, this is this was a good one today for him to be in here. But again, I'm very happy for you, Jugsy, if you're listening. I'm glad that you get your job. You get to do what you wanted to do. You get back out there. I know you've been eager and biting at the bit to get to do what you're doing right now, to be able to get back and working. So proud of you, man. Happy for you, but you're missing some great topics. But yes, yeah, so I think we,
0: we definitely circle back to this one. Juggsy's here, but
1: oh, we can circle back to as many geez, as you want, but the, the geez, big thing, but this is, whew. this is huge. Um, the UFOs being announced that there's obviously extraterrestrials out there. I mean, the only thing that is, that gets me a little bit is like, when do we get to really see these?
0: Well, here, well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing that we got to, that people got to understand is that, yeah, the Navy's come forward. The Pentagon's admitted that these, these multiple uh, recordings are real. And that have been released in the past week or so. If you guys missed it, there's a big 60 minutes uh, that's free on YouTube that you can go watch. Um, There's been a bunch of other pilots come forward. There's been a bunch of new, Footage that's been released that's been leaked and that the pentagon has confirmed is legitimate recordings of unidentified aerial phenomena whether or not it's a ufo we don't know but the pentagon's admitting that the that it's real so it's real footage not doctored not edited it's not you know joe Schmill filming with a handicam, seeing lights in the sky it's the navy it's the air force it's the u.s military seeing this and more and more pilots are okay now coming out and saying yeah Listen, this was happening every day for years and years and years, and no one wanted to talk about it. No one wanted to say anything because there was always that hush hush kind of mentality about it. Because, well, let's be real: if you're a fighter pilot flying a multi million, if not billion dollar machine, and you come back to your base and you're spouting off about seeing UFOs, well, is the Navy going to let you keep flying the plane? Like, you kind of get it. So, the 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 naval the congressional report's happening next month. That'll be behind closed doors because we're not allowed to have fun. And um, whether or not they actually say anything about that to the public, I kind of doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt that that this will happen. I doubt that we'll ever get conclusive evidence until one lands on a lawn somewhere. But the more it's it's really exciting to me that it is becoming okay for people with these with this level of jobs. And this level of security clearance and this level of responsibility are now feeling comfortable to come forward and say, Hey, look, this is what we've been seeing. This is what's happening. This is where we where we've been experiencing it. And then even more impressive is the Pentagon saying, This is real footage. Like, yeah, this is this is real. This has been leaked. This is the real deal. It's not doctored or anything. This is
1: this is it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, for me, everybody knows I'm big into this whole alien shit. I love that. I'm so excited. There's no way you could tell me that there was nothing outside of this planet. Uh, so now that we get to finally hear some things, I'm pumped about it now. It's just, it becomes one of those things. Now you want to dive more. Like, what else do we not know? Now it becomes one of those is like, what what are we missing? When are we going to actually interact with an alien? Have we already done it? Um, you know, we have the flying ships flying around and stuff.
0: How much of that is them and uh, how much of that is us too? True. And I mean... Because there could be... It could be... What, what, spycraft. About,
1: what about the stuff of, you know, going on the moon or going to the Mars and these other planets and stuff? Wh- what things have we seen there that we're not hearing about? Like, you know, if you look at the stuff that they put out there that we get, it's usually something like, here's the desert, here's the moon with crater holes. Like, what about the other shit that's out there? Is there stuff that we're not getting to see? Is, are they holding back a lot that we they don't want us to know? Is this a, a fear thing? Like, are they afraid that if we share too much that it's going to create a bunch of fear and all that stuff? I mean, I would hope we can sit here and say it's not going to create fear if we're already scared to death with COVID and having to wear masks and all that dumb shit. But, you know, that that's that, I mean, it's, it's true, though. Like, is this what we're are we holding stuff out because of the creation of fear, what it will turn into? Well, I think part of it is there is a
0: legitimate national security concern with now with Space this. Force doesn't look too bad after Trump bought it or got it going. Well, well, Space Force was always a thing; it finally got its own name, though. Hey, um, I'm just saying. But that said, the the thing is, there are probably a lot of these sightings that are classified U.S. ship, U.S. experiments, Russian, Chinese, whatever it is, right? That's 100 percent going to be some of it, right? And we probably will never hear about that, just because. Well, you're you're not going to, because the U.S. is not going to go. Well, this triangular thing you saw is actually an experimental plane using anti gravity. Like, no, they're
1: no. Well, I mean, Although it's already it's it's already being shown. But, first off, yes. like, and I'm not I, sorry, Terps. Uh, but yeah, you're good. Artifacts are on Mars from ancient civilization. You're also seeing like. How do you have pyramids? All right. We have pyramids that are showing like the, what do you call it? Hieroglyphics. or Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That are showing you like they're seeing UFOs. Like, do you think they just drew planes? Like, fuck, this is what the future is going to look like. Like, I mean, it obviously is dated back to before, you know, clearly before we were around. But, you know, ancient times showing aliens were around. So it's like we already knew this was it. And then we hear it and it's kind of like, cool. Like we already knew. Like we I think, believed it for the most part,
0: I think the thing that's impressive to me again is the government being a little more open. They're still not open about but a little more open because let's be real. The government was always looking into this because 100%. even if you don't take it from the alien standpoint, it's- if we believe it's Russian tech or Chinese tech or whatever tech, that means they're ahead of us and that's not good, uh-huh. which means that we got to catch up and vice versa of Russia oh. sees something or China see something or whatever, it works both ways. It's, you know um. And but again, it's there are more cameras than ever. There is more protection for people coming out and saying things than ever in terms of, you know, whistleblowing and secrets and things like that. And I also kind of think the timing is a little suspect, you know.
1: Yeah, I get that. Let's, but
0: let's just kind of brush things out quietly and make sure that no one hears anything, you know, I mean, like you could, it, there's, there's like how the gonna panel. Be,
1: there's going to be a conspiracy to everything, though.
0: Well, it's not even a conspiracy. I think it's, I don't even think this is a conspiracy side of it. I think it's a control. Because, you know, if this, if if COVID was not happening or, you know, and news came out about this, it would be front and center, page one for a a week, a few weeks. Instead, it's going to come out. It'll be front and center for a day or two. Guys like us will keep on it. But the average American citizen is going to turn on the news the next day. And here's something different about a mask mandate or about an oil, whatever it is. You name it, you know how. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and and that's just the way that governments work. I agree. Whether it's chaser. Republican, Democrat, you know, Asian, Chinese, whoever it is, doesn't matter. That's how all governments work. So it's like timing is everything. Timing 100%. is always everything. And that's where... We got to keep more in mind is hey, pay attention to the little things that they don't want you to hear. They don't want you to see and actually listen and read things because you're going to find out a lot of information that wasn't said because it's in the fine print. Yeah. That's important.
1: True. I mean, yeah, that's a fact. Um, little bits and pieces. Okay. So I don't think it would be, though. Little bits and pieces of this type of stuff has come out for years and it gets swept under the rug after a day or two. That's true too. The difference is though, I don't think it's the difference is though it's never now. gotten the same amount of press that it's gotten now. I think it's more Plus, explosive now to just be. It's it's more of a distraction. They well, you know, I think uh, yes, dire.
2: They can't sweep it under the rug right now, though. They can't sweep it under the rug anymore. We're in. a We're at a place. We're in a different time. We've, we've never been in before as a society where information is not only at our fingertips, but Word of mouth is not just person to person anymore. There are podcasts mm-hmm. like we're doing now. And there are people with a far larger reach than that of what we have. You right. know. Colonel David uh, Fravor was on Joe Rogan talking about this exact thing.
0: Bob Lazar was on Joe Rogan exactly.
2: talking about this exact thing. Yeah. And like so you said not- the, Joe Rogan. The the um the anti gravity or whatever it is, the negative gravity, whatever uh, the terminology is for that the tic tac ship. If you've ever heard of it, mm-hmm. that's not something that anybody on this planet has technology to do. If they did, we'd have seen it by now. Yeah, there, there, there would have been wait, wait would we then? aircrafts that don't need fuel? Yes, absolutely. Because if you had that technology as a country or whatever, you would dominate the entire
1: world as far as your air well, that's force that's why you concerned. keep it quiet maybe we don't know maybe they have all that stuff but we don't know but why would you keep it
2: quiet why wouldn't you just take over the world because you could if you had that i think it's a mix of
0: both though because like the navy is not exactly quiet about the fact that they have a rail gun yeah. like the navy's like look we got a rail gun and people like wait that's like that's a real thing <laughs> we built one it works excuse me no, I
1: get it. I mean, I don't know. And I, I mean, I agree too with the game chaser just said, you know, big tech can silence you. Unfortunately, the government is in big tech's ear. So, I mean, he's got a point.
0: Yeah, and again, and as, as Shanks in my channel said, which is what I was getting at earlier is that it was in the last stimulus check uh, bill where they wrote in the mandate for the UFO investigation. And that was kind of slid in there at the bottom. Lost dry it over because stimulus check. That's the that's but that's besides the point. We're getting more information than we ever had about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about that is it's not just the information about the UFOs that's important. It's the fact that this potentially could start a new era of transparency going forward, which is sorely needed in this world. Now, will we ever be fully transparent? Absolutely not. Let's be real with each other, right? But the Pentagon coming forward and saying this stuff is real is huge because, you know, if you go back even 10 years, the Pentagon's going, <laughs> <laughs> bye. Yeah.
2: Well, can I do this they, too? Can they... I dig a little bit deeper into the conspiracy theory bag and say that they're allowing little bits more and more to come out so that they can gauge and <laughs> see where <laughs> so everyone's they can, at? They can gauge the reception that they get from the public. And they can know when they need to shut it down or when they can allow it. Because people said that it caused mass hysteria if they knew exactly what was going on, exactly what the government knew. So now at this it point, would, it... I, I, well, I think that, there could, that, that they could possibly be saying, okay, it's getting harder and harder for us to hide these things. So let's let little bits and pieces come through. And we'll see, we'll gauge the public reaction and where people are and what people think about it. And if it gets to the point where we start to hit a fever pitch and then we'll squash it. But if it doesn't get to that point, well then maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe we don't need to spend so much time and manpower and resources on hiding all of these things if it's not something that's going to cause an issue.
1: That's true. And then on top Hi, of- I- oh Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Nope. nope. You've- nope. It's oh, going to kind of go a little bit off this topic. So go ahead.
0: Um, I, I think the the other thing too with that dire is the mass hysteria is, was it due for religion?
2: Could have been. We're like, getting like, to the point now, I mean, where people are starting to question things more and religion was a basis upon which a lot of things were built as far as the country was. And as far as society as far as the world was. was. Yeah, of course.
0: And, and what was that do if you know aliens exist or extraterrestrials exist or, or we've been whatever it is, however you want to call it, and they've been influencing things from the beginning of time. And you know, that big golden beam that someone saw was really whatever it was, like how does that affect the views of a large population of the world? It doesn't matter what religion it is at all, it could be any religion, how does that affect That side of the world. How does that affect how people interact with that and view their faith? Because that's 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 could break a lot of religions.
2: Well, and I agree with you to a certain point too, because I could really go down a big rabbit hole with this. But a lot of people that are very religious. There's nothing wrong with that. But you take these texts that were written so long ago, and you take them and and make them. How can I say this? Um, you take this this book and you take it at face value, you don't give it any context whatsoever. So, I think as a thinking person in today's day and age, you could say that there could have been an extraterrestrial presence thousands of years ago that people back in those days thought was a deity because they were mm-hmm. so far advanced and they had so this ability to do whatever it is that they did and they thought that that was a god and that's okay i mean if that turns out to be true that doesn't discredit the book that doesn't discredit the teaching that in my opinion proves it to be true that that being that was there to those people was a god it was exactly what it says in the religious text but it's not a creator or maybe it even was there are some theories that come out to say that that there were um aliens that you know that's kind of the missing link between evolution and what we are now is that there was alien dna that was spliced with primate dna and that goes to show why we evolved so quickly in a short period of time in relation to other species
0: yeah that's pretty, you also, know what i'm saying and also the, the the other thing is every bit of matter that's ever existed came from someplace that's not earth
2: mm-hmm.
0: earth has not existed forever it never has
1: we, we know this um I, I want to point out too because because i want to stay in this topic but i was just saying it was kind of off the topic is you know the game chaser said do you believe in ufos well what about abductions though do we believe in that if that's real it's a huge problem if the government comes out and says ufos are the aliens obviously people are being abducted you know that could be something that's happening as well I a mean, but to explain with that
0: here's the thing though is that worse than anything the u.s government's already done to its own citizens with things like project mk ultra i'm not no I, right
1: and, no like I, no, I, no, no 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 no
0: i'm not i'm not discrediting that i'm just saying like would they really have to because if there's one thing that big government is good at us government the russian government whoever wh- whoever's you know in charge at the time of is influencing a population to what to make them believe what they want what they want them to believe and they've what done I, it for years and years and years
2: I think you're right to the point where if abductions are something that are happening, then they couldn't come out and say yes, they're happening or they have happened, because then that's going to open that whole can of worms. Uh, or that whole can of worms of what are you doing about it? What? How? How much does it happen? This, that, and the other. Um, and that's really not something I don't think that they're probably ready to do. If in fact that's something that has been the case, the MK Ultra thing came out years and years after it was after. a thing. Yeah. Time is one of those things where you look back on it and you're like, man, that was fucked up that that happened. But if you were to say that happened yesterday, well then there's huge there's all kinds of mm-hmm. outrage because it's new. It's something that I don't know. It's something that you can relate to because it's something that could happen to you. If it's something that happened in the past, it's like, well, that happened back then. Whatever. That's not how yeah. things are now. It's easy for you to have that cognitive dissonance and to justify it to yourself as a person and say, well, that's not how it is now.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I, I get that. I think the UFO thing is, is awesome for so many reasons. And I think that one thing that could do this world good is for people to learn publicly that, Hey, we're not the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not the greatest things to ever exist the world, the universe does not revolve around human beings because in the grand scheme of things, um, you are, as Carl Sagan said, you are a speck of dust on a speck of dust in an infinite universe. And it takes a lot of time for people to realize that, you know what, listen, we are all human living in a rock, living on a rock, floating in the middle of nothing. And if there's other things out there, Guess what? That means we're not the center of the universe. And that could, in my mind, I think that could be good for the human race as a whole.
2: I think I saw something the other day that said that our sun will consume its entire core, its fuel, within something like 3 billion years or something like that. And at that time, it'll expand and consume our planet. And if we don't get off Mm -hmm. of this planet, then everything that we've just discussed doesn't matter because it's gone and how many times has that happened throughout the history of the entire universe if there have been other civilizations that are just gone because they never got off of the planet and some cataclysm happened and they all died it's just over and nobody even knew about it outside of that planet
1: we don't even understand our own ocean yeah, there's so much in the ocean that we have yet to see or discover. We
0: don't even know our own planet, let alone
1: That's a fact.
0: Our our neighbors, our the moon, Mars, Jupiter, our our little
1: celestial neighborhood. We don't even know We don't know the dark side of the, the moon. We don't even know what happens on our own world half the time. There's a lot that we haven't discovered that we think we have.
0: But we listen, we've scratched only scratched the surface with science and It needs to be scratched. Grizz, don't be scared.
1: You think of how many,
2: how relatively close the moon is, and how few times that a human being has been there. Yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 you've you've only seen one one millionth of it. Probably, I mean, obviously more than that, but it, that's it, right? And on top of that, like, uh, let's see. There's evidence of an ancient civilization here on earth with our level of tech that was wiped out.
0: So, so Voyager one, Voyager one is the furthest man-made object from space in space right now from space in space. And it was launched in 1977 in 2018. It is, 14.1 billion miles away from the sun. That's a lot. That's a lot. The nearest star to Earth. Okay. The nearest star to Earth is so much further than that. And we barely left the solar system, and this thing's been going since 1977. Like... It's incredible, man. Come on, it's the nearest star to Earth is twenty-five trillion miles away.
1: Trillion.
2: That's a long way.
1: That's more than a hop, skip, and a jump. It's, <laughs> it's two hops, in fact. Like, I mean, don't know it, shit. It, that's, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot that we haven't seen. Or, I mean, yeah, that's that's tough, man.
0: Also, I'm going to be real. Independence thing ain't ever happening. If someone makes their way to Earth and has hostile intentions, which I don't think will happen...
1: You don't but know. If, That's one thing that we can't predict. No matter what you sit here oh, and say, we can't predict that. I'm sorry. I just... I just. they have don't, the ability they, to get here, they have the ability to fuck us up beyond repair. Without
0: us even seeing them. Yep. True. Without us even seeing them. It if would be we like... Saw,
2: it would be like War of the Worlds would be the only way that we could win. Just some phantom virus that like the cold that doesn't have that big of an impact on us but for some reason with their biology it kills them that's the only chance that we would have if they could get here
0: here's another question for you Dyer. though if they can get here with hostile intent from trillions upon trillions of light years of, of miles away right would they even need to step foot on earth
2: it's hard to say because if they had the technology you get here, you would think they have the technology to just completely obliterate everybody and not have to th- even think twice about it
0: yeah. i i just I just find this whole topic fascinating. We could go on forever, oh, well, because yeah. we could it's, do a it's, whole it's, four hour podcast on just this,
1: which <laughs> I th- again, that's why I think it's a it's a good one. You're a hundred percent like we have to bring this back for next week because it it's it's such a broad and Granted, I mm, yeah, might not be able to join you guys. I'll be back with the team then. So yeah.
0: We uh, gotta set aside a date and we gotta get somebody else on.
1: I um to talk this topic. You know, you know who I could get on? Johnny Scorters could get on with us. He he's if you don't know who he is, he was in the movie with Denzel, uh, what is it, the equalizer. Um trying to think of some other uh I mean, he's a guy that you can get on there. I could get... uh, I mean, I'm sure we can get other people on there. We can get other athletes. We could. We can't get Rodon, but... I mean, I'm sure we could easily get somebody on here with us. But I know Johnny would be a definite... he's He's a very entertaining guy. I would love to pick his brain on it. I'm sure we could try to find somebody who's into the whole knowledgeable thing. I know we could talk to people that are you know, a military guy that could tell you, uh, I'm sure I could try to reach out to somebody who's in the military that is willing to, to, well, see, that's tough though. You don't know what guys can and can't say.
2: They could even be anonymous.
1: Yep. Could be. Well, uh, chat, let us know what you want us to talk about
0: in the discord. We have a podcast discord. You might send um, that link in here. I, gotcha. I'll, I'll, I got it. I got, you got you. it.
1: Okay. I was going to say, I yeah. think I have it. Um, but I, I mean, and to me, I think it's a definite. Like, this is a topic that it is something we could possibly talk week after week after week, because it's yes, it might get drawn out, but at the same time, though, it's information that, like, as we saw today, the chat was getting involved with their thoughts on what's going on with this. So I don't find that something that is is bad. We could easily bring this up with you guys and let you guys get your your. Peace of mind in it. And yes, if you want to join the Discord, you want some topics that you want us to discuss, please jump in, throw them in there. There's no such thing as a bad topic. You can put whatever you want, it just might not get read. That's the only thing. I'll read it. There you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> One person I just, I just will at least read that. it for sure.
0: What whether whether or not we talk the topics different, you know, but I'll read it.
3: Yeah, I'll and I'll I mean, granted, me. I, I don't get to obviously join
1: you guys every week. I try to, but, you know, unfortunately this worked out for us due to my injury, but still. sixty. Uh, yeah,
0: it was, I believe it was 60 minutes. Let me see if I can find that clip for you uh, so you guys can go and watch that. Um, yep, here it is. So I will put it in here in your chat and my chat. There you guys go. That is the 60 minutes clip from it um there's a bunch of them there so when you click that there's a few other 60 minutes clips from their recent episode that you guys can kind of go down and watch go down the, the youtube rabbit hole tonight we'll check in on you guys in a few weeks see what video you found out watching because i know how the youtube rabbit hole works you start with one video and you end up with puppies that's usually how it works or you end up finding some weird video
1: yeah but, please please join the discord guys we want to know what you guys want to hear what you guys want to know what you guys want to talk about you know that's what we're here for we want to give you guys that information give you a chance to to be able to interact with us and, and you know have that peace of mind out and,
0: there. Uh, and, and also tell us who what kind of uh what kind of guests you might want whether or not we can get the guests a different story but but i think that will do it for today we have had a great episode this has gone a little okay. longer two two and a half hours that's okay so this was a no good, more, uh, good
1: good show we were definitely rolling on that
0: uh oh yes um i do have one more thing for my for my chat for you derek they want to know how kermit the Frog's doing
3: well um i'm uh, I'm, I'm just hanging out here um Just, you know, the alien talk kind of got me a little rattled. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I can possibly do. Um, Hopefully, I can get myself back into the um, Grand Theft Auto type of games and play and interact with everybody. But who knows? I will uh, definitely be here. I can answer questions. And maybe uh, if I have to, I'll go out and sell some cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a tough year for Kermit, hasn't it? Well, times are tough. In this case is, you haven't yeah, yeah, noticed, dude, you the, um, do... the economy is just a little healthier. Um, so we'll see. You know, President Biden's kind of screwed things up here. I can't take my... Um...
1: <laughs> I don't know what a frog would drive.
3: <laughs> uh... I feel like
0: Kermit... I feel like Kermit is like a top-down PT Cruiser kind of kind of frog.
3: Yeah, with the uh, wooden frames on the side. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You gotta have that. It's limited edition. Yeah. Yeah, that bitch gets like eighty miles to the gallon. And, and <laughs> he's
0: definitely put like LEDs on it, like a hundred percent.
3: I've got the uh, green glow, green glow lights underneath, so that way people know it's me. Ah, uh, uh, license yes. plate says Kermit.
2: Whole car's <laughs> got that gangster lean from. Miss Piggy being in the passenger seat. Yeah, you know,
3: <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where, um, you know, uh, what's that movie where the uh, the one lady's real big, but yet yeah, I see her as she's skinny kind of thing. Shallow hell? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly how <laughs> Miss Piggy is inside the car. We're <laughs> constantly riding wheelies. <laughs> she sits in the back seat and I can't even put the top down because it gets stuck she's just so big.
1: <laughs> oh man it hurts my throat <laughs>
0: well, that'll do it guys for episode 20 thanks for being us for 20 weeks this episode will be on spotify at off the fair poll so be sure you to go give it a listen if you missed any part uh, a lot of our previous episodes are also on spotify so be sure to give those a listen as well it's oh. free spotify is free so go listen oh yeah um, i
1: appreciate you guys all being here join the discord follow us on Twitter follow us on Discord or follow us on Twitch we do stream Dyer will be streaming soon we're gonna get him back in there we're gonna get his following going so give him a follow it's at Van Dyer maker and you got myself at Dutch oven 45 and you've got Terps at Terps 17 yes so please give us some love give us some follows play some video games with us watch us make fun of us whatever I don't care but again seriously thank you guys for coming in here can never say that enough because without you guys we wouldn't be doing what we're doing now yes sir so i
3: appreciate it until next week see ya